the Academy Award-winning director, Steven Soderbergh. Brett Favre claims not to know what a podcast is. You know, I have a podcast, Brett. Did you know that? Um, no, you don't know what a podcast is. <laughs> Reggie Wayne, Brett Edward. I had a, a, a pet snake mm-hmm. by the name of Law. I'm not a snake fan. I don't like snakes. Buy the snake in the house. I get a, a, a text on my two-way. Law dead. <laughs> Chris Cooley threatened to prank call me. Tyson, how are you? This is David Dunn. Did I see No, you didn't because I'm recording this thing right oh, now, no, dude. No, no. This You're is the, the podcast. Uh, you the Andy best. Reed did not call Tim Tebow last night. <laughs> too much. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us. I'm Richard Eisen. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Hey, everybody, it's a new Rich Eisen Podcast, getting set for preseason week number two. Preseason week number two, second podcast of the week. We already posted one earlier this week. With Dean Blandino, the vice president of officiating of the National Football League, who set some records straight on uh, on the league's uh, concept of what a celebration is in the National Football League. It's basically what you, you knew what it was, except uh, if it's done in the direction of an opponent or done excessively or done in uh, a way that uh, might cross the line of the censor board of the National Football League, it's going to be flagged 15 yards. And so there's ba- so much other good stuff that we talked about with Dean earlier this so week. So basically, when you get up and gesture towards Chris Law through the glass, that's a penalty now. Uh, it's a 15-yard penalty, Chris, Chris Brockman. If I look at Chris Law and spin a football at the glass, but if I just spin it on the ground next to me, it's not 15 yards. It's, you're good. Got it. I wouldn't spin a football anyway. I don't know. I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd be able to do it. I think you got Very it. Well. But I when could you're, try but it. When you're ranting and raving about, say, LaShawn McCoy's fantasy output. Yeah, or yeah, that usually does get me out of the seat. Just yeah. don't go to a knee. No chance I'd take for LaShawn McCoy this year. None. None. None? Chip well, Kelly? How about this? How about this? No chance I'd... How about... Uh, my bad. No chance I'd take Jamal Charles this year. <laughs> right, right. No way. <laughs> no way. And that, and I was, I was taking that stance even before he got carted off on Monday with a foot sprain that has still left him out of practice to this point. Uh, so there's the Dean Blandino uh, podcast along with Bobby Cannavale, who uh, that might have been my favorite chat that we've done. Home run. Ever that on was the a show. Good, a lot of good response on, on Twitter. Still getting responses from Larry David <laughs> from a couple weeks ago. And uh, Chris Brockman, uh, this week you have been you have been working tirelessly. We are in slicing Edith Bay and eight dicing. For those scoring at home. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you and Paul Thurwachter. Thurwachter. Great name. The editor Indeed. who puts together all the specials. And, he does. And about, he, he put together about 90% of, uh, of the weekly shows when we used to have one. Yeah, I mean, much. he's done pretty he's much awesome. all of them. He's amazing. Could not be more talented at what he does. As we're putting together Larry David, Matt Damon, and still to come, audio-wise, the Kevin Costner chat. We have to talk about when we're posting that. September 3rd, 9 o'clock at night? 9 o'clock at night, September 3rd. That show rears five. It's on five times that five week, so you'll times. see Times. How about the programming department? We got, we got some rears that week. Yeah. Excellent. And the web extras as well. You want to web extras. Know who, uh, who uh, yes, Jennifer Garner from the set of of Draft Day, where I also interviewed Kevin Costner, Mrs. Ben Affleck, Mrs. Ben Affleck, but yeah. the lovely and talented Jennifer Garner who plays the capologist, the Cleveland Browns capologist. Nice. Yes. Can't wait for that. In, in the same way that um, that. Uh, 
Scarlett Johansson played the zookeeper, oh. and we bought a zoo. <laughs> I missed that one. Did you know you? what I mean? I didn't I, see that. You know one. what I mean? Like that's not your normal. It's not your normal zookeeper. Financial crunching lady, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Not your normal zookeeper. Yeah. Gotcha. Mike Tannenbaum used to be the capologist of the Jets, for instance, before he became the general manager. How'd that work, Mr. Out? T? Oi. Uh, it was maybe we'll, we'll find out if it's Cotidy Bad or not. I got a tweet from people saying they've already changed their fantasy team name to the Cotidy Bads. Nice. Somebody sent me a tweet Very that. Nice. Um, cl- uh, uh, so that's Jennifer Garner's one of them. Yep. Carrie Underwood, yes, as well, will be a web extra and three. Segments from the Larry David interview that didn't make television that is too priceless not to show that will also be all will be posted on the blog page probably all at the same time right back in, in September we discussed how we're going to release all of this yeah we'll, we'll get it all up on all those videos up on the blog page I mean, at the same we will time. at we'll the same time roll right? out the audio a little separately though yeah of, of Garner and we really Carrie. haven't huddled this up we're spitballing right now you, you chatted for about what 15 minutes with Carrie or 12 minutes with Carrie Underwood yeah 15 with Jennifer Garner yeah so and that's Carrie all Underwood, coming up as advertised as well she was She's very talented. She's very talented. We saw her sing her open. We yep. were there for the new opening. Very talented. Night yeah, we, we visited her on the set of Sunday Night Football's opening because she's, she's the new voice and face of uh, Sunday Night Football with uh, Faith Hill she's got tapping some, out. She's got some long legs to fill in that role. Long legs to fill. Very well done. Thank you. Uh, on this show, as we get set for preseason week number two, when we find out who gets more reps and who does not based on what we saw in preseason week number one. Preseason week number two for me is it's still a it's still a nether region. At least preseason week one. Or is this technically preseason week two and three that the NFL counts so, the Hall of Fame game as one entire week, right? That is sort of in the same way that the the first round of the NCAA is supposedly is the Tuesday games. Is the like Tuesday the games, and then every, what everyone else still calls the first round is technically the second round. Right, what a crock. That's awesome. I think that's what's yeah. happening right now uh, in the NFL preseason. Well, whatever, but the second main weekend of games, to me, is still the nether region. The first one, you get excited, you see everybody back, and, and you, 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 you try and gauge as to who um, is, is already in the lead of these competitions. Week two is when the, the coach basically says, all right, we're going to flip it on its head and give those who are with the twos in week one a shot at the ones in week two and vice versa. And week three is obviously when things really come out in the wash, and week four, we know, is a washout. So uh, week two, uh, as we get set for this show, we're going to talk about some of these week two games. Um, and do you have the schedule as to what there's up there? Uh, Get yeah. the schedule up. In the Go. meantime, I'll say who's going to be on this show. Yeah. We've got um, Andy Dalton, Hard Knocks quarterback, who hardly showed up in week two's edition of Hard Knocks. I've got to ask him if he's purposely avoiding the cameras. Like, and, like James Harrison? And, of course, I can only hope that the cameras are following him to the phone so this podcast makes next week's episode of Hard Knocks. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, how do you not think about those things? Come on, man. This is next level stuff. <laughs> yeah, we can only hope. Um, so we'll talk to Andy Dalton. Is there someone we can call at HBO to kind of grease to like make sure we that can't gets do in? that? We can't influence. Yeah, you can't influence. It's, it's we natural. can't influence. It's not HBO. We call out, uh, you know, what Rob Garrig and Ken Rogers. Yeah, yeah, all of them. They're all there. Um, and Cincinnati. So uh, Andy Dalton will be on this show, and um, also also we're going to have um, Jerry Ferrara is going to be on this show too and um it'll be exciting 
to have Jerry back in studio. Love when Jerry's in. He's great. Uh, we'll ask him all about his what movies he's working on. He loves his Giants. He's a, busy he's man. a huge fantasy guy. Um, and um, we got to suss out if there's an Entourage movie coming. I hope so. so all of that stuff love, is to come. So I moved to L.A., and landmarks for me were based off of that show. Of course, <laughs> right, I watched right. that show, yeah, and no. then you know they they always filmed on location and stuff. So it was like, oh, that's you know the Earth Cafe when they would go there yeah. and stuff like that. Which so. my son, my five year old son, calls Earth, Earth, Earth <laughs> Fake. <laughs> Earth Fake is what Xander calls the Earth Cafe. Uh, you got to work on his on-air. His on-air. Uh, He's working on it. I've gotten both my sons, the five and two and a half year old, to do announcements. Nice. You've seen that, right? I've, I've seen it firsthand. How, is, is 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 there anything uh, more adorable when they do, they, ladies and gentlemen, and introduce right, their right. brother or ladies them? and gentlemen? Right. <laughs> it's amazing. The other day, when, <laughs> one last note on this: Cooper, my youngest, yeah, named after the least compensated Manning. Um, well, it would be Cupper. No, Cupper, 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 right. Cupper. Yeah. But well, I'm a Northeast Jew. I'm not, you know, a Bayou <laughs> Manning. So we call him Cooper, not Cooper, as Cooper. the Mannings would call him. Um, the other day, he's up in his crib. I know he's awake, so I turn the lights on. First words he says to me the other day was, Gentlemen, <laughs> Cooper! <laughs> yes. He introduced himself. Awesome. To start I mean, the day. That's how you start the day. That's my boy. <laughs> that is my son. He goes. He looks at me. He goes, Gentlemen, awesome. Cooper. Hey, Fantastic, Gentlemen. So um, let's get to some of these games before yeah. we get to uh, the Dalton and all of that stuff. Go, go ahead. Let's. Which, which? So on NFL Network on Saturday, we it's got, a triple header. Correct. Yeah, it's a it's a triple header for us at four thirty p.m. Eastern. Cowboys at Cardinals. Cowboys at Cardinals. As the Cowboys are still on the West Coast time zone, I think after this is when they te- they they break camp and go back to to Dallas. They head back to uh, from Oxnard. Yes. to Dallas. Uh huh. You know, I'm I'm drinking that Cowboy Kool Aid right now. As you know, I said that on the last show. With uh, you know, I said that on the last show, and we'll talk about it with Jerry. I'm 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 drinking it too. The more and more I think about the NFC East, I- I'm drinking that Cowboy Kool Aid. It's interesting. It's going to be an interesting. And and did you see? Not to go on a tangent here, but you said NFC East. Robert Griffin. We 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 will talk about him later with Jerry. But he came back out to the podium yesterday when he doesn't have media availability just to clear up. Well, he's he, 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 A-Rod he, level that he wants people to like. But that's turning him. into no, a little bit of it's, a circus it's in turning Washington. Into guess what? Guess what? He's going to start playing games and winning games, and we're not no. going to talk about it okay. anymore. Know, that's what I think. I know, but, but I know what you guys are saying. Okay. And McNabb has said it again. Brainwashed, he said. He called him brainwashed. And I don't know what he meant by, by all of that, but he just has to he, – he he's realizing – that when you go up and say, I don't like what my coach is doing, and even though he, he might he's tight with Shanahan and they're on the same page and all of that stuff, people read that as to mean he's sending a message to your coach because you are RG3. You're the face of this team, and any face of a team, any iconic player, which is as he is viewed, and in my mind, rightfully so, and I, we said this last year, I'm saying that that mid-Atlantic region has been dying for somebody. Absolutely craving somebody there's been cal there's been ray lewis and we all know anytime we tweet about ray lewis it's atlanta this murder that coming back so so there's a split decision on ray lewis strasburg last year they were trying to get rg3 is the person that everyone is anointing there in the mid-atlantic region and we all know when it comes to making sure that the the icon is happy 
or the future Hall of Fame coach who's coaching him is happy. If push comes to shove, we all know who's getting shoved over the cliff. So for him to come out and, and say, I'm not pleased, I don't have to like these decisions, folks think that he is sending a message to his coach through the media. And he might be, I, I believe, you can call it naive, which it sounds like, or he's just green, that he just he can't say about that sort of stuff, even though I'm just speaking my mind, I'm just being truthful, and right. coach knows how I feel. Right. So he's got to come out and say, listen, everybody, I'm fine. I'm good with this. And it's the day and age where we learn stuff on Twitter, you know, that uh, Geno Smith gets picked off twice by the scout team. We find this stuff out in real time now. Immediately, Immediately we know what happens yeah. in these practices. Back when NFL Network started, a quarterback like RG3 waiting to start on 11-on-11s and doing 7-on-7s, that would be in the agate type in the newspaper maybe the next day. Now it's top-of-the-story news on live football shows on multiple networks. Yeah. So you have to realize when you say these things to a microphone now, it is going to be blown up, certainly if you are some like someone like RG3 on Twitter. He must see it all. He's tweeting his head off, RG3. I mean, that's his go-to place to, to get his own news out. He immediately goes to Twitter. Before he went to the podium, he tweeted something out on Monday right? trying to nip it in the bud. Exactly. Yep. But uh, the NFC East is fascinating. We'll talk about it with, 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 uh, with, with Jerry. But a lot of people are drinking the Cardinals juice, too, um, that uh, the Honey Badger is going to start. Yeah. And then a lot of people, what, what's that, that, that phrase, pound for pound, the best player on the team, yeah, which is their that. way of saying a small guy's really good, that pound for pound <laughs> stuff. Because <laughs> right. Patrick Peterson is clearly the best player on that team. And Bruce Arians is already floating trial balloons that he's going to play five downs, three on, on defense, on stay on fourth down and return a punt, and like Dion, stay on the field for first down on offense. That's what Dion, Dion called himself a five-down player. And Patrick Peterson might do that. How exciting would that be? Can I draft Patrick Peterson? That's in a good question, now? Law. You, uh, as of now, you can't. Probably not. An IDP. The question. He's not the question is, how many snaps do you have to take like, before you get listed as an offensive player? Because if that guy yeah. starts catching touchdowns, do you know how, what a waiver wire oh, pickup he is? Something, it's something to visit with the fantasy guys. I can talk to. Or our would developers. it count as a, as a defensive Cardinals defensive touchdown? Well, yeah, if he if, he, if, he's, oh, if a member, he's catching offensive yes, touchdowns, maybe. wow, it wouldn't. Um, but if if you are if you have him as an if you're an individual defensive player league and you have him. His offensive stats would probably count, but it got to look into all that. Defense, no. So that's so we've got Cowboys Cardinals at at, at uh, four thirty Eastern. Yes, and then followed up on NFL Network by Jaguars at the at Jets. the Jets, where we'll see how much Geno Smith I mean, gets done. And this is Blaine. Ga- I mean Blaine Gabbert. It's it, it's it's the battle of the quarterbacks. Never, it's like who's, who who it's it's the battle of who wants it more, right? I don't know if anybody and, – and, and the fans don't consider themselves in that. Who wants it more? Yeah. Right? And I, I, I didn't really see the story, the Blackman stuff, too. Like that guy. What, screaming at the uh, at the Dolphins yeah, players and Babbin basically and saying, hey, you're not playing, just chill out. MJD having to take them back to the locker room. The I wheels mean, are coming off that Blackman train. I think well, a lot of people, It, it, it looks that way, especially <laughs> since he's missing the first four games of the season. Already. Yeah. Jaguars, Jets on NFL Network. Uh, Sanchez is going to win that job in my mind. I think and Smith well, being hobbled, Smith being now. hobbled, I yeah. think is. We'll see though. 
We'll see how Geno plays just on, as long on, as, on as long Saturday. as Mark doesn't throw a pick six in the first possession. Even if again. he does, I, I just think they have no choice. And and then and then it's Broncos at Seahawks a to wrap it all up, right? Super Bowl, Super Bowl preview, a potential maybe? fun stuff. Super Bowl preview. That's all on Saturday. Uh, Saturday's schedule also includes Titans at Bengals, which you'll see more obviously on Hard Knocks next week. Um, as we saw with the uh, the Falcons and uh, Bengals this week's Hard Knocks. Yep. Uh, Dolphins at Texans, Packers at Rams are Saturday's schedule. How about Friday night? Niners at Chiefs. Alex Smith. The Alex Smith Bowl. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Uh, it all starts Thursday with a uh, quartet of games. Lions at Browns. Falcons at Ravens. That'll be fun to watch. Certainly if these guys are going to start playing a half. Right? Right. Yeah. Um, well, especially and, and, they're, they're going to get at least three or four drives. But Tony now. Gonzalez not back yet. As you saw in Hard Knocks, when Mike Smith went up to uh, when when Andy Dalton went up to Matt Ryan, yeah. yep. you saw that on Hard Knocks on Tuesday night. Basically, Matt Ryan saying, "Yeah, we don't have Tony here yet because Tony essentially's uh, with his son <laughs> first couple weeks of training camp and preseason because that's what you can do when you say, listen, 'I'll play for you for another season, but here are my terms.'" Here are my terms. Oh, it was funny. And they say, sure, take the first, you know. The guy's response are, hopefully when we're 14 years in, we can do that, yeah, too. Yeah, that a great line? <laughs> it, was, it was cool. Great line. Chargers at Bears, Panthers at Eagles, Cam at Eagles. Cam at Eagles. Uh, Vikings at Bills. It'll be interesting to see what E.J. Manuel does. Will Cobb get more time since he got zero time last week? Uh, Adrian Peterson. Boy, he should touch the ball three times and sit his ass down. Absolutely. Sorry to say. No. Bucks at Patriots. That'll be interesting as the Bucks got trucked week one of the preseason. And you just know that Shiano's a coach that, that will treat that like it was week one of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we told you the Saturday schedules. Raiders at Saints is also Friday night. Uh, and then uh, Fox has Colts at Giants on Sunday, 7 Eastern time. Colts at G-Men is on Fox. And then ESPN in its Monday night slot at 8 Eastern. Steelers at Redskins. Man. And you will not see RG3 in that one. But it will be talked about up, down, left, and right. You know ESPN will be cranking up the whole RG3 machine oh, yeah. all day on Monday. Five uh, days of games. That's yeah. amazing. Are you in studio on Saturday? Are you on? I am not, man. No, you're off. All I'm, right. I am not. I'm not because, I mean, my my weekends are dwindling. Yeah, not Where totally. uh, I, I will be. I will be camping out here. And uh, some fun news on the NFL media front also. Did you see who got uh, – who? We we spoke to Judy Batista a couple weeks ago as she left the, the old gray lady, as they say, the New York Times, to join NFL media. Yes. Our longtime friend, Mike Silver. Our good old pal, WTF. Mike Silver. That's huge. That's awesome. Love it. Very well, excited. A longtime friend of this show. And we had him on for that Cal Bear podcast, Oh, right? we've had With him on nonstop. And, I mean, and, 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 if, and if this doesn't quiet all the folks who wonder uh, if, if the NFL – dog has a tail in NFL media and tells it when to wag. Hmm. I mean, Mike Silver has been as independent a mind writing about the NFL, much of it critical of the league office, and he has just been hired by the National Football League's media outlet, the NFL media. If that doesn't show you how independent we are as a group out here in Los Angeles and also at NFL Films, I don't know what will. And it's just another, I mean, if you think about it, in this day and age, if you're writing for a newspaper, having a television outlet as well is a must. 
And the the two, I guess, George Washingtons of that uh, were Kornheiser and Wilbon. Yeah. Do you remember when they left the Washington Post and it was like, what are they doing? Huge deal. Well, Kornheiser stayed on for he five, did for, six, seven years. Yeah, but in a way he, where I think he wrote for he he wrote a column a week or something like that. If, if that, I think it was pretty sparingly. It was it was definitely not what we were used to right. reading him. But he was still employed by the by the Post. But Wilbon took that out, and much we were sooner. and people were like, "Wow, what a shock!" And they were a you can't even say they were ahead of the curve. They were the curve. They were that was it. Yeah, right. I mean, they created the curve. Yep. Which I guess is ahead of the curve. I don't know. But Silver's another one of those. Can you get him on the phone? I can. I can do that. See if, see if, see if he's uh, I'll dial him up. Yeah, let me dial him up. We got to get... You guys feel... I mean, who better uh, to give him the, the entrance interview? And let, let them know about our promos, too, before, before we get to yeah, Silver. Yeah, so um, this is the ultimate uh, international shout-out. I love, I love the shout-out. Because to celebrate our... Uh, we're, it's sort of a way, like we, my son's birthday was celebrated over like a nine-day period. <laughs> Basically, mentioned. You, your son turned into like a college girl where they just celebrate yeah, like, their birthday well, for the whole just like, week. I even looked at him the other day. I'm like, do you know your birthday celebration's lasting so long you're going to be six? <laughs> and it was one of those where it just those clanked around his temples for a couple of like, seconds. And he went, no. You know, like he just um, <laughs> the 10 million downloads that we're still celebrating. As we're are we over we're we're over ten million yeah, one hundred now right we're, we're, well we're cruising over. we had a we had we're, a pretty good week and a half with uh, Matt cruising. Damon Larry David and the Hall of Fame Bobby stuff Bobby the Hall of Fame yep um, of the ten million downloads you were able to determine that two and a half million were from international downloaders yep two and a half million from outside think of about the that twenty five percent awesome it is awesome it is it's very so cool as a thank you. We are going to basically give you 10% off of uh, NFL Game Pass. Of NFL Game Pass, right? Yeah, because NFL Game Pass is only available to international fans. It's not a domestic product. It's basically so you can stream every single game live on your PC or tablet. Uh, and you can actually also watch NFL Network. Um, for domestic fans, preseason live you can get, and that's 10% off. It's only 15 bucks to begin with for preseason live. You can watch every single game. So and basically, you go to NFL.com slash preseason live, enter the promo code RICH10. RICH10, yep. And uh, you loyal REP listeners save 10% off the retail price of NFL preseason live, where you can watch every, every single, single game on game. demand, right? Yep. Uh, on your computer or tablet. Yes, tablet. In high definition, yes. Blackout restrictions apply. See site for details. I've never said those words on this show, I've, <laughs> but they flowed very nicely, didn't they? It was nice. Uh, preseason you've done, you've live. Done this before. Thank you. Preseason live's already discounted just fifteen bucks. So that's how you catch every preseason game. Yeah. And for the real stuff. Yes, and this is for our international friends. International listeners, use the promo code Rich Ten for NFL Game Pass in season. Correct. Ten percent off. There's some other awesome products. If you are domestic, Game Audio. If you want to listen to Merrill Reese call the Eagles game, you go to Game Audio. You can listen to the local call, the official NFL call. Are we giving that teams. a discount too? All of it's discounted. Yeah, really? It's all there yeah. for domestic too? For domestic, yep. So it's not really for We're international. Trying to make listeners. things happen in the background, but it's not really just for international listeners. Well, Game Pass is. That's game the passes. only thing. Okay. Yes. So it's everybody. It's for wherever everybody. you live. We're equal opportunity oh. discounters. Rich ten. Rich ten. Hey. International shout outs galore. There I tried go. to get Lon Brockman worked into the code, but <laughs> they weren't they weren't having any of it. You so. got so is Silver? Is this Mike Silver of NFL Media? 
on the phone? It is, in fact, Mike Silver of NFL Media, and that is a, I love the way that sounds. You do, how, huh? I don't know how NFL Media feels about it, but I am ecstatic, and uh, I can't think of a better way to make my first official appearance than to be yes. kissing the ring of the Oh, man, stop. The stop it, man. Legend. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> you are too much, man. I, I, how did we slip this one past the goalie, Mike? Because there has to be <laughs> there has to be somebody in NFL management that you have pissed off with your writing and reporting over the past two decades. There has to be <laughs> it's possible, somebody up that food chain that had to be. possible that that has happened, but, uh, you know, look, the, the people who – run this league and own these teams are brilliant business people which you know obviously they've gotten in this position for a reason and uh you know i i think it's it's something that if you can believe this you know eric weinberger and i've been talking about this for more than a decade yeah. uh, i remember paying a visit when you guys had offices but we're not on the air yet. You remember that beautiful yes. setup they had, and uh, yeah, I was at Sports Illustrated, and we had a. I came in, we had a conversation, and we realized pretty early on it just made zero sense for either side, and that seemed implausible. And so, uh, yeah, no, it's you know the world has changed. I like to think I've changed a little bit, maybe gotten a little bit more mature. We'll see. And uh, you know, obviously, what you guys have done has been impressive. And and I really thought during the lockout, uh, to me, that was just as a consumer, that was a watershed moment. Uh, you know, I, I sort of knew the way you guys covered the NFL was not like, you know, company men, but it just really hit me in the face during the lockout. And of course I was a, a loud voice who often took up the other side, but, uh, you know, that really could have been a moment where you got at least subtly slanted coverage. And I just felt, you know, as a consumer, like, wow, they're really, they're really journalists in every sense of the word. I, I, I sort of knew that, but it just, really underscored it well i appreciate you saying that that means a hell of a lot and i know you wrote a really nice column when you used to write for yahoo um just a couple years ago (laughs) when you wrote you you wrote something really nice about you know my awkward position being uh an employee of the nfl and playing it down the middle the entire time it was fascinating but i I also told you but i also told you you know, for that column, and I'll tell everybody, and I've said it on this show, that not once, not once did anybody from the league office tell me what to say or can you hit these copy points for us or don't say that about the uh, about the Players Association because that's not true. Don't have that guest on or you must have this guest on. Not once. And still to this day, just this past week, I got when I tweeted out that Dean Blandino was uh, was a guest on this show, the VP of refs. I love Dean Blandino. Somebody who I I, I genuinely respect in in our business. Um, and, you know, uh, tweeted out. I wonder who booked that guest. And it's just it's it. Get ready for it, Mike, because yeah. it's even even though you have this incredible track record, as I said at the top of the show, you get stuff that nobody else gets. And you have this stupendous track record of being an individual who writes from the gut and from the heart and from the mind. But get ready for it. You're going to be like, well, he's part of the man now. And the man can't, the man can't have a story told independently. It's coming. 
And I'm just wondering how you're going to handle that when it happens for the first time. It's a great question. I mean, I, I hope, yeah, as you said, I hope that people will remember my body of work. And, uh, you know, for example, if you were to Google, say, NFL owners, communists, uh, the first <laughs> thing you would see is my picture. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, look, I, I think uh, I know that the conversations I had before making this really big move that I'm thrilled about and, you know, nobody has ever said to me, you have to change you're gonna to have to do this and and I, I'm sort of like you I'm just assuming that I'm gonna go out and do good journalism and uh, you know it would never never be an issue and uh, I really don't think it will be and uh, you know there are ways to convey your opinion that I, I think are respectful and for the most part I have learned how to do that over the years but um, you know, there are times where maybe I, uh, you know, in my younger years would, for hyperbole's sake, you know, blurt some things out in print uh, about players, owners, coaches that, you know, I, I think there's a way to criticize. We're all professionals and we're all out there for the most part, you know, working really hard in our little universe. So uh, I'll absolutely expect to be critical of, of all sorts of people, even Dean Blandino, which is a dangerous thing because the guy has stand-up comedian skills he does. In, in his past, and you know you never want to clown the comedian. That's not a good, no, not man. a good thing to do. So yeah, I mean, I you know, and and look, I really think the league has changed so much. You know, I started covering it nationally in 1994, and before that, covered the 49ers for five years. And uh, you know, I remember uh, you know the former commissioner Tagliabue, who I have great great respect for, and you know will be a Hall of Famer and did did awesome things, but it was a very, you know, the vibe that was put out, I thought was very cold and distant and lawyerly a lot of times. Uh, and I really think with Roger, though, you know, people's criticism of him has been well documented, and I've certainly disagreed with him, uh, you know, often, maybe more often than not. But from the time he came in, I've really, really respected the way that he is a man who is unafraid to put his opinions out there, has convictions, and I believe, and I know you share this because we've talked about it, you know, deeply loves this game. So when his motives are questioned and when people say, oh, he's just trying to, you know, pay lip service to player safety because, you know, they're getting sued, I, I really have felt his passion for a lot of different subjects, and I, I believe his sincerity. And so when you're sincere, even if I think you're wrong and you think I'm crazy, I, I think, you know, that resonates with me. So I just think in general, we have a, a league that is a lot more sort of cognizant of, uh, you know, sort of uh, the, the way it, uh, you know, doesn't keep consumers and media people at bay. Uh, I, I think it's, it's, one big world now. Hey, hey, and 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 he's unafraid to be criticized. I mean, yeah. the, the fact that you've been hired by NFL media <laughs> after what you have written, you know, I I I think we should actually, Chris Law, do me a favor and, and in fact Google NFL owners and communism and see if Mike Silver's <laughs> name comes right up because because the stuff that you have written, uh, if 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 the NFL was in fact trying, the, you know, the I just want to make sure the deal's signed before no, it's you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's wait till the ink's dry no because me? no but the point is that if the NFL was the elephant that everybody says that it is that has a memory a long-term memory that would hold x y and z against somebody 
and the fact that, that you are you have been hired to do a job. That's what he told me, Roger, ten years ago on a golf course, right around now this time, ten years ago after I was hired by ESPN. You know, by the way, Law, I really wasn't s- serious. You uh, well, to, you I did do it, and the very first thing that popped up is Mike Silver, <laughs> Yahoo <laughs> yeah. column, how to run a business, yes. Communist Party style. Yes, out of Thursday, March seventeenth, Everybody's coming. There you go. <laughs> but you, it, ten years ago, Roger said we're hired you to do a job, and you're going to do a job, and you've got to do it, and that's uh, uh, that's the same marching orders that I'm sure you're getting right now. And and in in the ten years that I've done this, we were told we can't talk about two things, okay? Uh, gambling, which I'm fine with, and then the other thing was not talk about underclassmen until they've been declared, and that is now that's now uh, I think been um, changed. We're talking about Johnny Manziel up and down. I asked. Uh, oh, that guy's practically a pro. Pretty much, right? I mean, I, I, but we're we're talking about a ton of kids who are underclassmen now because I think the way of the world is is we're, that clearly we are not influencing these kids to come out, and right. they wanted to make sure that NFL employees aren't doing that. And and there is a difference between being an NFL media employee doing that and somebody who is an employee of an NFL team or an organization or front office trying to do that. There are two different shades of this thing and 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 our our media group has definitely grown in that regard well two two notes on this one maybe johnny manzel will hear this and actually want to come work for nfl media for the year because he may need in fact to do something for a year uh just saying and two if roger if i get a call waiting from roger during this podcast i might actually have to click you have to of course he's not boss i'm not not clicking off for anybody attaboy i mean because and, and 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 i just wanted to point that out too i mean and and um and and this podcast did get ensnared because I just you know we got to talk about everything. We did get ensnared in a, in a business issue that involved a silver linings playbook last year. Oh right right right. You know where we had an interview That's in the true. can and 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 it got scrubbed because that movie had had um, had apparently used marks and logos of the NFL unbeknownst to the well against the NFL's wishes. And we couldn't talk about it when the NFL was telling other people that this is what had happened. So, I, you know, I, yeah. that was I a mean, business the one decision. Thing I will say is that, uh, you know, all that, all that I heard, you know, you were telling me about that and I remember it and I, I get it. But all I was thinking about was that scene where Robert De Niro is questioning Jennifer Lawrence about her you know, lack of understanding when it came to uh, the Eagles' uh, losing streak or misfortune and, and that scene where she tells him exactly why she's a good luck charm. I yes. That's, what, one of that's, the, that's what we're trying to remember from all that. But uh, th- I'm so – I mean, the fact that you and the, on the heels of Judy Batista yeah, coming wow. aboard. I'm, I'm really, really excited to work with Judy. I've always wanted to. Uh, you know, she's you know, she's one of those people who – you know, if you if you passed out a survey and you know they, they did a hey is Rich Eisen really good at what he does? You'd get super high popularity ratings, but you'd also get a high unpopularity rating because you're out there. I would for sure, but Judy would probably just get all popular. Like nobody doesn't respect her, and um, you know she does a lot of uh, she does a lot of high profile things that slap you in the face about how good she is, and then I just think her day to day. Um, you know, a lot, a lot goes unheralded, but she just day to day. She's awesome. Is, is really good. So you that, know, yeah, Mike, great Mike, hire. Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm very thin skinned on air talent. You're, you're telling me, and I'm 
people think I'm unpopular? Well, I'm just people saying don't every like once me? in a while, you know, if you what? have a hair out of place, it's going to become like, say, uh, uh, you know, 500 comment thread, I would imagine, on, you know. Yeah, there, there, there was a GIF. It's, it's called a GIF, right? Not a GIF. Is that what it, it I don't know. Yeah, I heard is that. Is it a GIF? I, I was of, saying GIF, but, okay, you know, of, I rely on my kids for these things. And, yeah. you know, the, the eye rolls I get sometimes, you know, my oldest is a 17-year-old girl. And, you know, when I try to do something on Instagram or, or anything that is beyond my, uh, you know, technological scope, which is virtually everything, uh, you know, I, I get that is, you know, I don't, I don't care what any fan ever says about me or rips me. They cannot match my kids. They, they, uh, they crucify me. Yeah. Well, I got it for your, for your lack of knowledge. Yeah. I got it. I had a gif once of me, uh, spraying it while saying something on Thursday night football. (laughs) So that, I I guess I understand what you're saying. I'm on live national television. (laughs) And by the way, do you know, there's so many times on my Twitter feed, I think you're tweeting something out because one of the more popular avatars I see is, is you and your WTF arms outstretched moment with Aaron Rodgers. I'm just that people use. Pro- I'm just glad I could pro- provide comfort to people at a, at a difficult <laughs> time. And, you know, it, it was amazing because my uh, both of my sons are big Packer fans. It's it's an Aaron Rodgers Cal thing, and uh, uh, they had never been to an NFL game. So I had a plan to take them to Lambeau Field last September uh, with my dad, who was born in Wisconsin. So it all went together really nicely, and it was the Packers Saints, and we made a weekend out of it, and it was incredible. So uh, one of the unexpected highlights was, of course, that was the Packers' first game after the uh, replacement ref fiasco, Fail Mary, and uh, so I was getting recognized you know it wasn't quite like being say rich eisen in the parking lot but it was a little bit closer and uh you know my kids had to sit there and watch fans pose for pictures with me and you know <laughs> put their arms out and scream wtf and, uh, so it was a lot of fun and uh by the way aaron Rodgers and drew Brees in a in an incredible duel of you know, possible future Hall of Famers. So uh, they probably should never go to another game because they've had it pretty good. So what is your storyline of 2013 going in? Is it is it uh, the ability of uh, the young guns from last year, the quarterbacks, to take a step forward? Is it Peyton Manning's final opportunity in a way because of how everything is all set up, the stars are aligned? Um, yeah, great, great what, questions. I mean, what do we have here going I'm, into 2013? I'm fascinated by the Broncos, and not just because a fax machine impacted their season, which uh, you know the irony of which was not lost on me as I was faxing my signed deal back yesterday, and literally <laughs> the machine jammed in between like pages four and five. But you didn't go to like a Miami Kinkos, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I like would've. like I supposedly thought, you know, Doomerville did. Office about you know a five minute drive away. I thought hard about it. But, uh, <laughs> You know, it's an anxiety dream. Uh, you know, someday I'll tell my grandkids that I uh, use something called a fax machine, and yes. you know, and their great grandpa once bought not not the car a track player because my dad had that. Me too. He bought the whole rich. He rocked. He he showed up one day. He loved eight tracks so much that he showed up with the portable put in your backyard at you know pre boombox eight track player. Nice. It was a big moment in the silver household. And let me tell you, nothing better than Bruce Springsteen's Thunder Road 
skipping, you know, cutting off tracks and then rebooting yes. right before the climactic. Da na 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 na. You know, some <laughs> you of the, the thud, right, of the track changing. Some correct. Of the eight track pauses were just unbelievable. <laughs> and you know, my dad is now seventy two, but um, you know, I complete rocker. You know, had me listening to really, really loud. Beatles and Stones, I think, in the womb, and then, you know, got me into The Doors and Deep Purple and Zeppelin at a very early age. So uh, all, all anyone who uh, doesn't want to see rock references and now rap references in my story can blame my dad. For there that. you go. It all starts with the A-Tracks. But what, what is, in, in your mind, the storyline entering 2013 yeah, before so I let I'm, you go, sir? So I avoided the question. I, I, so I, I'm fascinated by the Broncos uh, because of Peyton, and, uh, and I definitely am fascinated by the Patriots, uh, where they've had, obviously, a tumultuous off-season uh, occurrence, and, you know, and, and Tom Brady, like Peyton, is one of the best who's ever done it and, and always finds a way. So, uh, you know, Tebow is there, which we thought was going to be the sideshow, and it turned out that that's almost an afterthought with what they've gone through. But, um, you know, Brady and Manning always, to me, are huge things going in. And then, yeah, I think the, the you know, the rookie quarterbacks in year two, uh, you know, traditionally we've seen a lot of sophomore slumps and Cam Newton, at least the first part of the year, seem to be the classic guy, but I, you know these three guys just seem to be wired differently. We'll see with Robert and the knee because we're all holding our breath. And, um, you know, with that one, as far as Luck and Wilson, you know, they just seem to be dreams come true, like Griffin in terms of preparation and confidence and perspective and all the quarterbacky things. You know, if if Jamarcus Russell and Ryan Leaf are one end of the spectrum, and we've seen a lot of other guys in recent years uh, who haven't gotten it. You know, these guys are are on the Brady Manning side of uh, you know awesomeness from the start. So I expect them all to get better. Um, you know, Robert hopefully will be physically okay. He will he will get better. I think Luck having Pep Hamilton there in Indy is gonna that's gonna be a dramatic difference in his accuracy early on. And I cannot tell you how smitten I am with Russell Wilson. And I, I did have a chance to go up and and spend a little time with the Seahawks and. I think I'm going to be writing about them very soon, and that column will not contain the word communism. That's and it good. Will appear on NFL.com. Attaboy, attaboy. And b- last question for you: Have we have you hashed out your television assignments? Have you? Are we going to see you? What shows are we going to see you on? Well, that's a great question. It's ever evolving, and we've we've talked about all sorts of different things. Um, and I think Total Access is definitely going to be something that uh you know i'm a part of which is okay, gonna be good. awesome and uh you know maybe i'll be uh maybe i'll be spending some thursdays with you if all goes well. ah, so, yes because i you know actually last year that was one of the highlights of my season quietly uh i ended up at an eagles bengals game late in the season you guys had been hitting it hard yes uh, long, <laughs> long, long well you know what silver if you join the thursday night crew that might be the only thing that gets mrs sneed out of retirement <laughs> you know that would be maybe i'll just go on location from wherever the rams are on thursday very few things would bring mrs sneed out of retirement that but is, mike silver joining yeah. the thursday night football crew would be one of the things that makes her go hmm that would be maybe uh, that would be awfully scary, <laughs> but yeah, 
spending that night with you guys in Philly and just seeing how, <laughs> hey. uh, you know, it's not, it, you know, it, it looks very smooth when you're watching it, but uh, that is a that is a traveling road show. Hey, uh, man. That is, uh, that is insane. So. You are the best, Mike Silver. I could not be more excited that you're part of this mix now. It's, I'm it's totally awesome thrilled, for everybody. and I'm really glad that we got to do this podcast today. And, yes, me too. And happy uh, yeah. birthday. It's your birthday too, yeah, right? It's my birthday. It's, it's my birthday, oh. Rich, and it's a day of rebirth as as ah, so, see, I, that's I, you. You're a next level scribe, man. Yeah, but no, I really boy. Yeah, this is this is incredible. I remember getting the Sports Illustrated job back in 1994, and, and literally the day uh, that I knew I was going to get that job, I had tickets to see the Stones in Oakland. At where I lived at the time and had really good seats. And I, I swear Mick Jagger at one point looked out and wondered, why is this ridiculous guy mimicking my every move over there on the right? But I was, uh, you know, that was one of the happiest days I've ever had. And, and this is right up there. This is a very similar level of excitement. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's going to be going to be really really fun and uh i'll be down there soon we'll have to celebrate in person look forward to it mike congrats thank you rich i really appreciate it. you bet that's mike silver of nfl media back on the rich eisen podcast fun stuff out of mike silver mike silver joining the team i want to see the out of placed hair gif gif whatever that's called right that's some fan we need to challenge our, our listeners to tweet an out of place hair Rich Eisen or Mike Silver gift. Oh, I'm, that's easy. There's tons of them for me. Um, hey, did you? You just sent me an email. Andy Dalton is on the phone already. Andy Dalton is wow. on the horn. Here Fresh we go. off the practice field. Outstanding. Let's get to him. He is the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, making the playoffs in his first two years as a professional National Football League quarterback. You also are enjoying him and the rest of his team on Hard Knocks on HBO. He is none other than Andy Dalton. How are you, Andy? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How many cameras are on us right now? There's actually none right now. No. Sneak away. How is that possible? How is that? They're everywhere. You find find an office somewhere, try try to hide a little bit. Hmm. Because it seems like you you have done a very good job of avoiding the hard knocks cameras. Now, I I know they followed you. I guess you were doing Pilates in the first episode. Where I guess your your wife is your Pilates instructor is that a true story? That is a true story. Okay, I have uh, my my wife. I do Pilates with her. She's not my instructor, but that's how I maintain uh, my core in my off season workout program. Andy, and that's how you get ready for the combine, right? For your uh, your forty, you make sure you got uh, you know everything good good to go with the. The core and all, you know doing all the Pilates stuff. I'm yes, sure that, uh, it, yes. I'm sure that I'm sure that helps with your training. It does. It does because you know uh, the burst coming out of your your start. I mean that's crucial. And staying low, dropping your hips. These are things that I learn uh, not too well. I mean I understand what I'm supposed to do. The execution's a little bit off. But yes, this is the sort of stuff that I do. But you have. I mean that, they're obviously are telling you, hey, we want to follow you here. But uh, otherwise, you, you really have avoided the spotlight. Is this is this on purpose, Andy? Well, I mean, there's been cameras everywhere. I guess I, I guess I just haven't been a highlight of the show. <laughs> they've been uh, they've been focusing on some other people, but uh, I've been around just like everybody else. Okay, um, but maybe you should start flipping off the camera like James Harrison. Then you I don't get on. The... <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. He but, seems 
seems like an interesting. Maybe I need to do something more to if they're wanting to focus on me. So, what about this season for you? Um, What have you? What is your approach coming into this season uh, as the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, having been one and out, making the playoffs, which is obviously great to do when you're a young team. But now, uh, folks are going to be expecting steps to be taken forward. What has been your approach, Andy? Yeah, we we expect more. yeah, we have made the playoffs the first two years since I've been here. And, um, I mean, that's good, but that's not good enough. Um, you know, I think something that we haven't done once we got to the playoffs uh, the last two years is we haven't played our best football. And, uh, you know, so you know, our goal going going into this year is, I mean, obviously we want to get back to the playoffs. That's a, that's a huge goal of ours. But we also want to be playing our best once we get there. And so, um, you know, that's the focus right now. It's not about the – you know, it's getting better right now and doing the, the little things that are going to make us better come, uh, you know, January and February. What are those things for you personally? Well, I think, you know, some things that I, I feel like I've done a better job of is taking more control of everything that we're doing. Um, you know, making sure there's no communication errors. There's no, um, you know, everybody understands everybody's on the same page. And, uh, you know, it comes with, with, with just more of a leadership role. And, uh, you know, I feel like I've, I've done a good job of that. And, uh um, you know, hopefully it's, it's going to pay off for us once we get to the re- regular season going. What's what's Jay, Jay Gruden like? How much is he in your ear? Walk me through your relationship with him, if you can. Yeah, we, we've got we've got a really good relationship. There's a you know a lot of things, a lot of suggestions I bring up. You know, he he does uh, you know he does a lot of good stuff and, and gives a lot of freedom for me to uh, at the line of scrimmage change plays and do all that kind of stuff. And I think that just comes with the confidence that he knows that I'm I'm going to get us in the right play and get us in the good play. And so, um, you know, we've got a really good relationship. He expects a lot of me, and I expect a lot of myself. And we noticed, obviously, in Hard Knocks, you don't want to have your your main target sitting on the couch watching you play a preseason game, but that was, in fact, the case. Uh, How is A.J. Green doing right now? He's doing well. He's getting better. I mean, I know he's he's put put the time into it to to get better, so, uh, you know, hopefully he'll be out there soon. I love it. I'm trying to get you to talk about injuries, and I know that's that's just a stupid thing for me. You know that's I, not going to happen. I should I should know better. You know, having done this NFL thing for ten years. Yeah, I'd say you've done it for a while now. Yeah, I would think that um, I, I would get. I, I should. You know, here's 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 how I should have done it, Andy. Here's how I should have done it. I'm like, boy, AJ Green looks like he's going to be out for some time, and then stop, right, and not ask the question, and leave that pause to hopefully have you walk in the door and tell me something I, I need to know. I there, would have been a, there would have been an awkward silence for a while. Really? I can give, I can give you the, the trainer's number if you want. Really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No! Okay. Okay. Yeah, that would have been a very – because, you know, that's, that's what – see, you're, 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 you're a smart enough guy. You're a smart guy for sure here in, the, in terms of the question and answer. You've been there and done that. So many folks in my business, we don't ask a question. We just say a statement and stop and expect you to start talking. And you strike me as the guy that would do what you suggested you would do is not say a word. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to give away. Uh, <laughs> you, just, you just did you it right there, as a matter of fact. Much. You just did it right there, as a matter of fact. I, 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 I know, but uh, we're having a conversation here. so That's true. I, I just figured that uh, you know I would chime in a little bit. Okay, I appreciate that. How is Gio Bernard coming along? Because there's a lot of guys who are interested in, in his development and what he could mean to your offense 
What has he been like so far, and how how much can we expect from him this year, Andy? Yeah, you know he, he's done a lot of good things. He gives a kind of a new dimension, um, you know, to our adds a new dimension to our offense. You know, he he's uh, kind of a change of pace back to, to uh, Ben Jarvis, and um, you know he catches the ball really well, and so. Um, no, he he's done some good things so far. It's uh, it's fun to see, and uh, you know, it's good to see the, the rookies out there. You know, first game action last week, and, uh, and hopefully they'll just keep getting better. Right. And what about your your schedule? I know you obviously have to play who you play, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm looking at your schedule, and man, there are some really tough opponents for you right off the bat. You've got the Bears, you've got the Steelers, Packers, uh, Patriots. Uh, right off the bat, uh, what are you as a team discussing? I know you teams take things in quarters, but what are you discussing when you see the teams that you've got coming up here, Andy, and needing to get off to a fast start, obviously, in your division? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, the biggest thing is we've, we've got to start fast. Uh, I mean, we're playing a lot of really good teams early on in the schedule, and so, um, you know, that's just been the main focus. We've got to, we, we've got to uh, you know, start the season strong and uh, you know, be playing good football early on because, because we're playing really good teams. So uh, it's something that we've talked about and uh, something that we know that we're going to have to do. And what about you specifically when you take on a, somebody like Flacco uh, and Roethlisberger and knowing that these are the guys you need to beat um, do you? What is your thoughts uh, on on all of that? Because all of us in the media, we always sit here and say you're going against this guy and that guy, and even though you're not physically on the field against them, um, this is the sort of stuff that we talk about. Well, I mean, I think you know, playing against great quarterbacks like that, you uh, you know, you have to score a lot of points because at any time that they can they can turn the game around, and so uh, when you have the lead, you can't be settled. You know, you can't be happy that you have the lead. You got to keep keep going because, you know, at any time those guys can, uh, uh, you know, make a push and, and score points. So, um, you know, it, it's a good test. I mean, playing in our division, we play against some really good defenses and some really good quarterbacks. So, um, you know, it, it's what uh, you know makes the AFC North uh, the, the division that it is. It's uh, you know, it's a tough division, but uh, um, you know, it's good to go against those guys. You get to see where you're at. Is how was it? watching the Ravens matriculate through the playoffs. Were you one of those guys who was like, well, at least it's from our division? Or just knowing that you made the playoffs, um, it, it was difficult for you to watch? I mean, it, it is tough to watch because you, you, you come so close to, to doing something uh, really special. And uh, you didn't, we, you know, for us, we didn't take advantage of our opportunity. But, you know, watching the Ravens go, I mean, you just they found ways to win games. It wasn't always the prettiest game, but... Uh, I mean, shoot, it takes a 70-yard throw at the end of a game to, to win. And so um, that's something that, that they did a really good job of is, uh, you know, whatever it took to win, they, they, they took advantage of it. And so um, it just shows, you know, it, once you get in the playoffs, it's you uh, you, you got to find ways to win. you got to be hot. you got to be playing your best, best football. And, uh, you know, that's what they were able to do. A couple more questions for you, Andy. We always talk about the 2012 quarterback class. Um, because of who all came out. Your your class with Cam and um, Ponder, Kaepernick, uh, do you think we overlook your class a little bit? I mean, I wouldn't say it's, it's being overlooked. I think, uh, you know, what what the rookies have done the last couple years, uh, you know, coming in the league, I think uh, you know, there's been a lot to talk about. There's been a lot of good play. Um, you know, there's guys that, uh, you know, come in and played well last year and, uh you know, two years ago, I felt the same way. So, um, 
I mean, I wouldn't say they were overlooked. It's uh, just kind of the nature of it. All right, man. Uh, Terrence Stevens, how, how is your singing voice compared to his? Uh, nowhere near as good as his. <laughs> do, do you do you karaoke? Have you ever done that? I have karaoke before. Do you have but, a go to uh, song? Do you have a go to song? I don't have a go to song. I don't. I, I don't go enough to to have a go to. Really? Not even if not, there's not even one. Like if I gave you one shot at it, that you would choose what? I'd, I'd hand the, the mic off to Terrence and let him sing. See, that's a quarterback right there. You're making others around you better. That's right. You're a leader in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> well, very good, man. A- Andy, I really appreciate the time. Um, next time, can you do me this favor? Uh, bring the cameras in with you when you're on my show to just raise raise the level of my show in that you need, regard. You need some more pub, huh? Well, you know, um, yeah. I, I always, I'm not shy about that. I'm not shy about that. Should I be? You shouldn't be. Yeah, you shouldn't be. Here's my philosophy. Next time, yes, I will have I will have the cameras in here. I'll see if we. Can, we'll even do the the interview on speakerphone. We can get you. Oh on there. no, no, no! Speakerphoning somebody that's big. That's that's big timing me. You know what I mean? Here from from somebody. Do you? Well, here, let's put put it this way. Do you speakerphone somebody else when you're on a radio show? You, you don't do that, do you? No. Okay, because to me. From somebody in my position, if you speakerphone me, it makes me think that somebody else is listening in because you don't trust me to ask you appropriate questions. And I think that we're we're cool like that. We don't need that sort of thing. No, I was regard. just trying to get your voice out there so oh. they, could, they, could, they, they could hear you, hear you on, the, on the cameras. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because uh, my philosophy, if it's not me promoting, then who? And if not now, when? That's the way I go about my business. What a great motto. <laughs> what will a you, great motto. Will you pass that on to Marvin for me? I will. You know? And, 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 and I'll quote you with it. Rich Eisen. Yes. And I want to see on next week's episode of Hard Knocks, Marvin, go up to the group and say, I heard the most <laughs> intelligent the most intelligent motto that we are adopting. I'm making up T-shirts. If not us, who? And if not now, when? Go I don't get think him. That one's ever been said before. <laughs> I think that's a new one. I don't. I don't know if that's ever been said by anybody. Oh yes, that's profound. I like it. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> I knew. I knew you'd appreciate that next level stuff. I knew it. I just knew it. Thanks of for taking course. the time. I know you're a busy man, and you're you've got cameras all over you. So for you to take some time out and actually talk to another member of the paparazzi, I appreciate it. No problem. Anytime. You got it. Good luck to you down the line. All right, thanks, Rich. You bet. That is Andy Dalton, the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, joining me on the podcast. Andy Dalton on uh, back to back with Mike Silver. Everybody, good stuff. I I love Hard Knocks. I mean, I I, I can watch that. Sh- I wish that show was longer than a five week run. You know, well, you'll never get the access in season. No, I know. Never. Well, I wish they would make certain teams do it. They'll never be able to do that. But but, you know, owners of teams have to basically go to their coaches and say this is what's happening or coaches of teams or have to be like billick for instance and realize that it could be used as a motivational tool yeah or it's coaches of franchises that want to get their persona out there or their jerseys sold because fans eat it up 
the best parts of those shows are when the coaches are talking amongst themselves and you're the fly on the wall. Yep. And you hear the unvarnished truth as they're evaluating these players. Yep. You know, that's the that's the good stuff. I love when we get characters too cuz Mike Zimmer is a character you and know? the Jet special team coach Westoff and right. you know, you get those guys and it's just they're raw. They don't care what they say. You and can you see they they used some on Tuesday night cuz John Connor formerly of the Jets yep. is now on the Bengals and they used some of the John Connor related material from the Jets hard knocks. You saw how much weight Rex has lost. Yeah. A ton. But even a, a guy bunch. like even a guy like James Harrison, you know his oh, his now legend is even growing, you know, because he's like a certifiable a hole in the guy's show. car. <laughs> he's walking. He up. just does whatever he wants. It's it's crazy. I like the Marcus Hunt. We gotta we gotta nickname him like Encino Man or something because he's from Estonia. Marcus Hunt. Yeah, and that's where. Well, uh, isn't his nickname the Eastern Block? Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah, I, I believe I don't so. Know that. Huh. Yeah. Well, I guess he already has. I prefer Encino Man because that's where that's where Link was from. In the well, you're also a, you're also a big fan of uh, bad '90s Pauly Shore movies. Pauly Shore. Yeah, Pauly Shore. We's in the juice, Weezing, man. We's in the juice. Well, um, it's time to turn our attention to our good friend. Yeah, Jerry Ferrara. Pleased to have back on the Rich Eisen podcast, a longtime friend, big time giant fan. Uh, we are going to keep our eyes peeled for Las Vegas. Uh, where he stars with a veritable bevy of Academy Award uh, stars and also Think Like a Man 2 after his Think Like a Man uh, 1 blew up. Uh, and uh, we're pleased to have Jerry Ferrara back on the show. How are you, Jerry? Always great to be here. Did I miss anything? Did I miss anything here? No, that was pretty thorough. Okay. Well, I try to be thorough. That, was, uh, that was pretty thorough. We fine-tooth comb it here. <laughs> Um, how you been? How you I, been? You're good? I, I've been good, man. I've, I've I've been listening. I've been following. I've been listening. You're a good You're, man. You said that to me before. It's been on you, fire, you know man. Thank you. It has been on fire. We've been, we've uh, we we wanted to step our game up for the season, you know, and um, and Chris Law has been uh, out at site surveys. Oh and, come on! And, uh, <laughs> how many weddings did you attend this summer? Uh, four weddings. Four weddings at, yeah. at a funeral. Yeah, exactly. I mean, good lord! Couple bachelor parties, so couple we, weddings. You know, so we're sort of you know back together for the first time in a few weeks, and we're putting some shows together. We're really my my three highlight. If I'm if I'm Ooh. highlighting your Ooh. show, oh, oh, I love this. We so rarely get this. <laughs> Here we go. Feedback, I so. I'm gonna break you down. The okay, Larry the Larry David piece, amazing. The Chiefs pick. I know he switched off it, but the Chiefs pick was great. Okay. Second, I'm gonna go to the Hall of Fame dinner. I was crying in the gym while lifting weights. People thought I was crazy. I was crying. So, you're, you're li- so you listen when you're working out? I mean, when I'm that? working out, I listen. Okay. That's how I keep updated. The third. Wait, wait. Think, tell, us what, tell us what type of gym you were well, at. Well, I was though. back home in Brooklyn. I was born and raised in Bensoners, Brooklyn. I just finished boy. a movie in New York. So I'm back at like the gym. I kind of grew up working out and it's just a bunch of giant Italian meatheads <laughs> lifting weights. And I'm over there quietly doing my little dumbbell thing. And uh, I'm just getting emotional listening to Sap and Carter, I mean, it's just amazing. Amazing. And the third moment, Mm -hmm. I think you caught Matt Damon off guard when you hit him with the conversation. We started talking about the conversation. The I movies. Think you kind of heard him go, oh, wow, oh, right, yeah, he Coppola. Didn't ex- he didn't expect me to you go next him. level like that. You caught him, Rich. Everybody, because you talk Coppola movies in the 70s, you're obviously talking Godfathers, yeah. you're talking Apocalypse Now. You went play action over the top I on did. Him, and he wasn't I ready. I did, I did. He turned his back to the defense, yep. and he had no idea where I was coming from at Good that point Good for you, Because the conversation. Well, he was playing the Larry David zone. He needed he was to go <laughs> <hand> to <laughs> man. He didn't go flea, flea flicker on him. The double 
double flick. Yeah, the, the double, double flick, flick as I told go. Larry. But yeah, I mean, because to me, you know, while we're just quickly on this subject, the conversation. You, I know you haven't seen this. Never seen right? it. Nope. And Law, you definitely haven't seen it. I'm sure he hasn't. You know, uh, you haven't seen the conversation, correct? I have not seen the conversation. It is so good. Fantastic. Gene Hackman is in it. Robert Duvall is in it briefly. Same with um, Harrison Ford. And John Casal, who played, um, uh, oh gosh, um, he played, uh, why am I forgetting the corner? about Fre- Fredo. 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 Yeah, he played, they, good Lord. He played Fredo. Yeah. So where he starred, I think, uh, Law. Those might be Law's his got only too much going on They did a right documentary. Now. I never have too much going yes, on. Yes, you have too much going on. John Casal, look up his IMDb page. It's literally oh, like three movies. You got a it's spelling on there C-A-S-A-L-E. Yes. Five movies, and they're all Academy Award Nominated or winning. HBO correct? did a documentary on him. His only five, I believe it's Godfather 1 2, right. Conversation, oh, yeah. Deer Hunter, correct. Dog Day Afternoon. That's if memory it. serves me correctly. Correct. Five either wins or nominations. And also the former um, uh, Mr. Meryl Streep, too. <laughs> right? All right. I, you know what? You know what you guys should really do? What and I, you if do? you've done this, stop me and just tell me to shut up and we'll go back to business. You okay. should have. Like the Academy Awards for sports movies. I did this once with my friends. Get some okay. nominees. Okay. Supporting actor in a football movie. Head coach in a football movie. Best camp. You should do it's it. Like fantastic. it might be a ten minute segment. You Ooh, could go so I many like different it. ways. I personally go Latimer from the program. I forget the actor's name. That would be my supporting actor <laughs> sleeper okay. right there. Okay. So we'll, let's come up with these categories right now. Yeah. Uh, obviously, okay. best sports movie of all time. Right. right? Best sports, or you could just do football if you want to just hedge it a little know. bit. I don't know. I mean, uh, let's not put uh, ourselves in a box. Okay. I don't want to put us in a box. Yeah. Nobody puts us in a corner. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because we're you know this is a, a pop culture podcast too. Here. Well, just your I mean, love, we just mentioned John Cassandra. Your knowledge of movies. Aaron Rodgers called in just to talk about Game of Thrones. That's right. Are you a Game of Thrones guy? I'm I'm recently a Game of Thrones. I'm catching up. Uh, We we got, because, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he tweets in the offseason. Right now, he pretty much goes away on Twitter. Yep. Um, and he just nonstop was tweeting about Game of Thrones, and people were giving him grief for spoilers. Yeah, but and his <laughs> and his and his 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 rule is that at 24 hours after the show, it's it's fair game. You can do that. Tweet you that want. stuff out. Okay, so he we got him on talking just Game of Thrones. I called up the Packers and I I said, listen, <laughs> here's the deal. I want this because it was during OTAs in in June when yeah. Game of Thrones it was, ended. Yeah. It ended. Yeah, and I called up the Packers. I'm like. You tell Aaron, we want him on to talk about Game of Thrones and nothing but Game of Thrones. And if I ask him one single football question, he can hang up the phone on me on the spot. And within 10 minutes, he's on it. I got an email back from the Green Bay Packers saying Aaron's essentially responsive to these sorts of things usually, (laughs) but never this quickly. He was in. He was in and also great. It was amazing when he it came was so on. Good. But the bottom line is, I don't think we should box ourselves into no, football movies, hey, right? I, well, we can have a special category specifically for it. <clears throat> so, best sports movie. All right, I'm going to write all these. Best down. picture. Best sports Evan, picture. 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 Yeah, thank you. Use thank picture. you, sir. Thank you, sir. Okay. You go, Ben. Be, and then what? Best go. actor. Best supporting actor. Okay. Best actress, uh, best supporting actress. Actress, supporting actress. And if you want to get a little quirky, you could go like best coach. I like coach. I like that because it's an Cause integral it's a, part yeah, it's to a every sep- sport. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of a separate category. It could be incorporated into, you know, best actor or supporting actor, but I don't know. You could no, kind of limit coach. it. Like can we branch best off coach. on best coach for a second? Because there's a Let's lot of good how many, how many awards are we going to have here? I, I mean, 
Here's what we should do. Is okay. Uh, I'm 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 getting a little ahead of myself. Here. But it's exciting, ahead, right? Ahead, we're, we're, it's pretty exciting. We're I'm so jacked here. up. We're spitballing about I can right go a lot of ways. Tom Hanks in a league of their own. I mean, oh, are you no, th- no, 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 we're not nominees. We're not taking nominees. I'm just saying. We can't go categories. nominees, then host. And get Chrissy Teigen in here to hand out the awards. Yes. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll make sure I'm here for that, please. Yes. Okay. You. She was on fire last night. I would, I would assume. Make sure you have a new shirt for that day, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> he bought a new shirt for when she came in. We go shopping the, the night before. We'll go to but like done. yeah, we'll go but shopping. Don't do what Brockman you can, you did. You can pay. Don't do what Brockman did. You should you should iron out the creases. Oh, I just okay. right out of the package. He, just ripped oh, it off. he took out the pins. I didn't have time and threw it on its back. Rookie mistake. And you, Here's the deal. Total didn't know mistake. she was coming in till that morning because these guys like hoodwinked yeah, but you still, me. But you still got the shirt. You got to keep a game a time, time shirt in the car. The shirt was yeah. Mar- Marissa Miller. Yeah, the, oh, the shirt was, was for Marissa shirt was Miller. I wore my favorite shirt for Chrissy T. You know what? <laughs> As a gift to the podcast, I'm going to buy a steamer and just leave it right yes, there. Nice. So you can That's just good. Steam it. Because we're otherwise basic cable, <laughs> and we don't have that sort of stuff. No, I don't. I don't have podcast. a wardrobe budget, Rich. We don't have any budget. I'm on a fixed income. We have no budget. So, okay, what what, what are what are our categories now? So we have we have best sports picture, actor, actress, supporting actor, actress, best coach, and then should we have best football movie too? What about being that's the NFL? You know, okay, I mean, best how about that picture? How, how about like best game winner or hail mary? You know, there's always like a game winning play in a sports movie. Best play, okay. Best, best play, best play. I like that. Best play, and I'm gonna. If we're gonna, I've got a nominee for that too. Okay. but we're not there yet. Okay, and then and then, um, how about because that doesn't have to include sports movies. Best play, best play. Because in my mind, tr- the triple Lindy. Okay, oh. at the oh, end of wow. Back to School, oh, I, got, oh, I got one too. Wow. That that's next level. Right, best this, play. Uh, this Eisen man. How about okay. boy, he's triple. He's, he's, he's on. Are we already getting to nominees though? Not yet. Not okay, yet. I got a little I have too a best play too. And then I think you also have to have best sports comedy. Okay, I agree. You okay. have to have best sports comedy. Have four yes. adult grown men been this excited? About no, I'm telling you, I did this with my buddies a couple of weeks ago, and oh, it took up the whole yes. two hours of bar talk. This of is like, great. Uh, and no, people are fighting. But, so over we've it. got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have eight categories right now. Do we want to get to ten? Should we get the even do number? Do we go best sports documentary, or do we include that in best sports film? Uh, documentary is a separate subject. So what do you think? I, I think it's a separate subject, Except and I think it's been really so like many a two. Too. Yeah, but I know which one I would go with. Well, the, uh, you have to go with Hoop Dreams. Hoop Dreams, right? Mm. Undefeated was strong. Undefeated, undefeated, was undefeated. Friend, was friend of the program. So obviously, we found something here. So best sports. We might documentary. even have to evolve the audience at some okay. point. We or will. Twitter yeah. or something because this is. We'll get a hashtag well, going. Well, we we'll... can't. We can't just come up with the nominees ourselves. This has to be a a Twitter. Uh, sure, based we, we can open it up. And then what do we process? Do we have a name for this? Um, to include it in the hashtag? I don't know. Either way, we whatever it is, let's, let's go. Let's we go should this. copyright this and own it. Go R- Someone's going to steal this from us. We you go know REP Flicks, F L I C K S, because that's kind of no one else is using that. We'll be well, able. To I mean, we don't. Need, I, as much as I appreciate you wanting to brand <laughs> something with the the initials of our show, this is about the films, right? I mean, totally. Yes. Or, or, because if it was REP Awards, we'd be giving out stuff completely uh, separate from <laughs> sports films here. So, uh, you know, the, the sports... Uh, the sports cinema awards. Do we, do we need the a... The sports cinema awards. Short is better on Twitter. Right. The SCAs. Sports cinema awards. FCA? Or, I don't know. I don't know. We're still, we're still workshopping. Let's do we need yeah, another category? We have, we have nine right now. No, I think we're good. What are we missing? Anything? 
it's best tough. villain. Best, best sports, sports villain. villain. Ooh, like oh, you can go a lot of different ways. I'm you already thinking Johnny from Karate Kid, even though yeah. it's not really that's a sports, sports movie. Hey, but hey, hey, I like it. That's that's next best level. Villain. I, uh, best villain. Best sports villain or best rival. You best know, rival. whatever best it is. Rivalry. Yeah. I don't know. Best sports villain, villain? slash rival. Right. I like it. This is big, guys. So let's now that we've got them all, let's throw them out there one more. What, what, what are they? All right, so we have best sports picture, mm-hmm. best actor, actress, supporting actor, actress, best coach, best play, mm-hmm. best sports comedy, best sports documentary, best villain. Uh, I think we've got the bases covered. It's all, this, Look this at is how you, quick dude. it happens. Look at you. You're a freaking factor. All motivated from you telling Matt Damon the conversation is yes. just great. That's what it, spa- is. it just sparks things. It is great. The conversation. If you get tired moment. of acting opposite Robert De Niro and Kevin Costner, we got seg- <laughs> yeah. segment producer roles available on the show. <laughs> well, at any I mean, point in time. it's uh, actually who who is in Las Vegas? Oh, it's. Uh, Robert De Niro, Michael Douglas, Morgan Freeman, Kevin Klein, Mary Steenburgen, and um, Jerry Ferrara. So, yeah, between all of us, uh, you know, between all of us, there's, what, five, six Academy Awards it's in there? Right. You there know? you go. Between all of us? That's, that's, the, old, that's the old Bulls line that, uh, that Jordan and uh, Bushler combined <laughs> for 51 points, right? <laughs> You know, Weddington and Jordan combined for 55 points today. That's a very humbling experience. That must have been incredible, right? I and mean, the goal is to not get fired and oh, uh, just kind of go in there and just not be too visible. Just right. listen to these guys and observe and just t- take this with you forever. Yeah, it, it was humbling, to that, say the least. Too. And, and the director is John Turtletop. John Turtletop, fantastic director. He's a good dude, man. And Kazal, by the way, is C A Z A L E, my bad. And I can't believe I blanked on, on uh, Fredo, but. You'll have to excuse me. I was doing a three-hour Papa John's commercial shoot today, and Papa was in the house. Papa was in the hizzy, so I've been I've been a little scatterbrained for much of the day. But here are his movies: The Deer Hunter, Dog Day Afternoon, Godfather Part Two, The Conversation, The Godfather, and that's about it. By the way, that's his five movies. And he passed away. Uh, I think he died of cancer uh, back in nineteen seventy-eight. Yeah, at I age believe. forty-two. Oh, wow, Lord. Um, and and Turtle Town, I met because um, I did. He, 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 he had me do Disney's The Kid, where Stuart Scott and I had a very crucial plot point <laughs> in Disney's The Kid with, um, with Bruce Willis. Yeah? Yeah. I think I auditioned for that movie. Did you? Ago. Yeah, I think so. Did you? Yeah. Well, I, I still get like 42-cent residual checks, <laughs> and I take a picture of them, and I, I email them to Turtletown, <laughs> telling them that he's keeping my kids in, in you know, like, you know, Snickers bars and stuff like that. One of the quickest, driest senses of humor on John Turtletown. He will, I mean, if you don't get his sense of humor, like early on when I first met him, he just... It's kind of like, well, this guy, I don't know. I yeah. think he kind of hates me. I figured out it was just all dry wit. He's he's brilliant guy. He crushes this movie hard. That's great. For, for those kids of the late 80s, early 90s, Turtle Tab directed Three Ninjas and Cool, cool Runnings, Runnings yep. as well. Cool Runnings and all of the... John Candy. Oh. Right. National all Treasure. National Treasure National movies. Treasures, yep. Very accomplished guy. And his dad. His dad is the king <laughs> of comedy television of the 70s mm-hmm. outside of essentially... Um, you know, uh, outside of uh, All in the Family mm-hmm. and all of those shows, he did uh, What's Happening. He wrote for Sanford and Son. His wow. Dad, and his dad lives down the street from, from me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Good old song. Uh, let's talk football now. Okay. Let's get to, let's get down, to the, down to the brass tacks here of, um, of the New York football giants. Your main concern entering the season is what, Jerry? 
What's your main concern here? Um, defense. It's so it's kind of been defense for a little while because that defense runs so hot and cold. You know, uh, obviously the front four has been what's gotten it done. The two Super Bowl rings. I I feel like we've had secondary problems for the last seven years. I feel like every year going mm-hmm. into it, who's going to step up? Is it going to be Prince? Who's going to be there? Uh, I, j- I just worry about the defense. I feel like the offense is going to be what it's been for the last few years, and it's the sort of thing where if you hang around long enough, you pray Eli gets hot. When Eli gets hot, you see what he could do. He could, he could just he could win you a Super Bowl. So it's really, to me, about the defense. That defense was so inconsistent last year, and at times just painful to watch. You hope Pierre Paul's healthy. That's my issue with the Giants right now with their defense because, as you point out, the the secondary ha- has been has been a um, an Achilles heel for sure. But what always bails them out is that front four that these guys could always just put four four hands in the dirt and go hunt. And OC's in Atlanta now. I'm curious to see what he does there because I Very feel like he much so. Well, I mean, he's got it. He he definitely wants to show yes. that he still has it. And so the Falcons have at least that sort of emotional capital that he has have pent up that's going to really benefit them for yes. sure. But um, a lot of people thought that he wasn't as very important uh, a player on that defensive line as he had been in previous years. But you're right. Jason Pierre-Paul is hurt. Justin Tuck, they're already talking about him as a stand-up linebacker. Yeah. I don't know what. Well, that's the thing. We haven't had a linebacker. I mean, no disrespect to the team I love, but linebacker's also been a position of problems for us. Sure. In terms of a rush guy, a stand-up rush guy, I don't know how that's going to work. And so I'm curious as to see that, too. But running the football, is David Wilson going to be the guy to, to tote it 200-plus times Well, that was my my other concern. Like, I kind of love what Coughlin did with him last year. I remember watching one of the early games, and he just he was having he had two good runs, and then he fumbled really early, and we didn't see him for a game weeks. and a half. Weeks. Not right. two, yeah. two full weeks. It was in the doghouse. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they kind of brought him back. And then there were moments where I found myself last year being like, give him the ball a little more, where our offense was kind of stuck in the mud. He's kind of that game changer home run hitter of a running back you know he could just break it at any moment um they kind of have that thunder and lightning with him and Andre Brown you just wonder you know I I think it's got to be a kind of equal split I don't know if you could be in like a 70-30 favoring David Wilson in the carries just yet or at least 60-40 maybe but uh Brown's kind of a beast too you could lean on him a little bit to do some of the some of the heavy lifting. The 60-40 split seems to be more more than anything else the 60-40 split seems to be pass and run too. Yes. A, and, and that's what a lot of Giants fans found maddening last year is while they're screaming for David Wilson to get the ball, Eli's airing it out for the 40th, 50th time on much. the day. You know, and, a lot and of third and ones, I remember. like Where you're putting it up. Putting it, I remember being in that situation yeah. too, watching third and one, just being, why are you throwing? Not that I even know enough to question what they're calling, but yeah, I remember you quite a enough, few times Jerry. screaming you know at Gilbride, like, why are you throwing on third and one? Just give the ball to Andre Brown. So, so who wins the division, though? I mean, if you know what I mean, like, because you've got to look across and say, yeah, I know the Redskins won it last year, but I know the Eagles have a new coach, but they're, I, I don't think their defense really scares many people, Law. I'll tell you that right now, bro. Uh, Aren't people in the NFL saying that? Much. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not well, front. The six of us could go out there and score 40 points on the Eagles. Do you really think so, Chris? Bro? I used to sling it back in the day, Rich. You could spin it. <laughs> Brockman's, Brockman's uh, fantasy football team name is Irrationally Confident. So <laughs> is, that, if, is that the name if, of your fantasy team, Irrationally Confident? No. Hey, I was all conference in high school. No, but yeah. 
this guy doesn't lack self-confidence. The name of my fantasy <laughs> team this year is Co-Tidy Bad. <laughs> and you haven't heard the kind of Ollie con- uh, conversation yet, but you'll hear it. Co-Tidy yeah. Bad. When you do, feel free to mix that into any conversation. Co-Tidy Bad. Jerry, how excited are you about Brandon Myers at tight end? Because you guys haven't had someone at that position in a well, few we, years. We always, no, everybody, it doesn't matter who's at that position yeah. because Eli, Eli yeah. finds them. He's got – that's Mar- the thing. We, Martellus Bennett. We say this all the time Last on the show is that Eli has his brother's knack of making everybody around better. him better. And you know how Peyton would just be the, the, the guy in the slot, the slot receiver outside of Harrison and Reggie Wayne. The slot receiver was essentially, my name is, and he would find him. Collie, Blair White, Stokely. Going back to Stokely, Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Could just keep going on and on. Eli's that way with his slot receiver. No offense. I'm not saying that that's what Victor Cruz I mean, he's very talented in his own right, but Eli and his tight ends, he could find, just like his brother, too, just like Peyton, his tight ends, you know, from, from uh, Dallas, Dallas Clark, Clark who just signed with the Ravens, and, you know, Dreesen and, and Tammy, and just the list goes on and on and on. Um, his brother's like that, too, with Jake Ballard, Kevin Boss. I even go back to, like, Steve Smith, who, you know, exactly. had a lot of talent, but he was undersized, wasn't particularly so, fast. He, he I'm never led worried the league about, in receptions one year, right. I believe. I'm never worried about who catches it. Hakeem Nix has got to stay healthy, though. Yes. Because he is the field stretcher. I know Ramsey's Barden is a huge, huge individual. You can't wait around for him to take that next step. I don't step. think so. So it's Nick's. It's so basically, we've, we Nick's got to stay healthy. Somebody's got to run the ball with effectiveness. So you don't have to do sixty forty or seventy. You can you can get as close to fifty fifty split. Uh, although Gilbride is so pass happy, you know uh, the worm Jason Worms yeah. who's been on this show forever. He wants to turn into Buddy Ryan anytime any anytime uh, Gilbride give him a right hook <laughs> does anything like Man, that. I haven't seen that shot in a while. The the Buddy Ryan That's overhand. Good. I know. Although uh, we just came out of the edit bay for the Larry David conversation on our uh, on our kickoff special, we did three consecutive butt fumble showings. Correct. Three con- there's three shots, and we'll probably at, end up showing one with it Damon, one earlier with Damon. when we talk yeah. about. So Matt Damon's, Damon's line the- made the cut. Matt Damon's oh, yeah. line oh, definitely yeah. made the cut. Yeah, yeah, where he said that there was a lot of butt I fumbling mean, in his uh, Liberace movie. As I, well, I, I do think though, not to switch gears, but like, I, I and I'm not a Jets fan at all, but that was a big drive for Sanchez when he came back and threw that touchdown in preseason. Even though it's preseason, yeah. well, and I get that's a... If he throws another pick or just goes three, I mean, look, the heat's still on, but man, that was a pretty big preseason... For the, week one preseason football, that was a, <laughs> that drive had a lot of implications on it. Well, especially since Jerry, they, they he didn't throw a preseason touchdown last year. At, at all. all. At so, all. And then he and immediately when, threw one to Ziggy Anza. I know. So he threw two touchdown passes <laughs> right. in the first quarter, but... Um, so, again, we're identifying Nick stay healthy. Somebody's got to run the football. And the front four, which will make the secondary better. Yeah, you get correct. that pass rush, that's the best answer for a, a struggling secondary is rushing four and getting heat. So then so, who wins the division? Th- look, if I'm trying to take my heart out of it, Do it. Um, obviously I'm going to say the Giants with my heart. Um, I'm still going to say my Giants with my head, and I know that sounds ridiculously fanboy, but – I think the Eagles are going to, uh, like you said, the Eagles are not going to really stop anybody. I see the Eagles being an 8-8 eight and eight team, very entertaining to watch. Uh, Washington could easily win the division. Yes. I do believe RG3 is going to be okay. It is kind of interesting to watch like RG3, like I'm going to play Shanahan, being like, well, we'll talk about it. It's a fun little <laughs> useless conversation for right now because it doesn't mean anything. Uh, 
Dallas, just zero faith. And I know the Cowboy fan. I'm a Giant fan, so I love to hate the Cowboys. And I do hate the Cowboys. I know Des Bryant looks like he's about ready to take that next step. I just don't. I feel like this is the conversation we have every year about the Dallas Cowboys. It's true. It's the same thing. But the last two years, they've been in winning in games in Week 17 in the division and lost both of them. But So you have to think that they're going to be in it. Of right? course. I think every team in the NFC East is going to be in it. Right. Well, yeah. and, and you have to figure, you have to figure at some point they're just going to get better defensively this year because they'll be healthy and they have Monty Kiffin at the controls, and that they'll be better defensively, and that and that offensively, you'll that that Garrett won't hear anymore about what'd you do this for, what'd you do that for, because it's not him, right? I mean, and and Romo, I, I I don't know why I USC's I like the Cowboys. defense didn't do much last How year. Long was well, it's Mark USC Hill. though. It's USC. Well, that's where USC Kiffin was. Have, USC doesn't have Sean Lee in the middle of it, or De, or Demarcus Ware on Sean the edge Lee of it. from Penn State. Thank he you. is awesome, and when he if he's healthy. And where's healthy? And if Claiborne could take another step, I know there's tons of ifs. I, I mean, could the Cowboys go 12-4? If, fi- if they find somebody to play safety, damn straight they could. And, well, and DeMarco how, Murray how stays long was healthy? He out? Yeah, only how long was he out last and year? And last year, Mark, who, DeMarco he Murray? missed a lot of DeMarco games. DeMarco Murray right? always misses half the season. But I, I, I don't know how many he missed last year. He missed looking five, up right? yeah. But if there's a lot of ifs, I understand. Last year, though, too, the schedule really screwed them too yeah. they were st- they were on six of their first nine was on the road seattle and they were like it that. was just yeah, really brutal. difficult for them to get their footing and even though they did crush it on opening night in john and oh, in yeah. met life yeah. when you're not supposed to do well as a road team against the defending champion raising the banner that's a really tough road game and then they just spit it up over the next eight weeks I don't know. I I I like I like Dallas, man. He I, missed six I like games. It. I think it's going to come down to one I thing like with Dallas. them. And they've why. been there, even though they've been eight and eight the last two years. There has always been a point in the season where they could have ran away with it, and they didn't. It's going to come down to: Do they make that play? Does Des Bryant's finger not go out of bounds against the Giants? Are they Damn going to make straight. that play to propel them into the playoffs? Or are they not? That's and, what it boils down you know to. Who that can rests on that question right now. Nobody can. You can. And that rests on number Tony nine. Romo? Tony Romo. Rests on number nine. Hey, listen, Romo still. Romo. Romo is one of those guys. Who I has, like Romo. Who has high interception problems, as we all know. But he he led the league in fourth quarter touchdowns last year. I like Romo. Great fantasy quarterback. Not a good reality quarterback. Let's see though, because if Flacco can do it, why the hell can't Romo? I'm so psyched, man. In this league, is Ugh. so much better when the Cowboys yes. are are. Dallas in the mix. You know, yeah. In the mix. Thanksgiving's better. And the turkey tastes team, better. <laughs> I mean, so it, it, you know, Dallas plays the Raiders on on Thanksgiving this year. I thought the, for sure they'd send the, Peyton Manning to Dallas. The thing that's on, crazy, on there really is only like five teams that really don't have a chance. When you think of them, like you're like, the, like the Jaguars come to mind, but the Browns could make the playoffs this year. Oh like no, the question. Browns. Well, like, everybody's high on Brandon Whedon right now. Both Ohio teams right now. A lot of people are high on because of uh, with Brandon Whedon, he got twenty. We talked about it on a previous show. Uh, I heard twenty three snaps and and uh, again we said again we need to see how he's going to look. Norv Turner usually makes everybody better, and he isn't going to have to be doing this West Coast stuff that I don't think he's clearly suited for at all. Trent Richardson, he's can, a beast. You know, he I could get his three hundred. Who is going to catch it though? We need to see somebody come to the floor and be a playmaker from the receiving I mean, position. Greg for them. Little, it's time for him to step up. Or Josh, uh, Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. You Jordan know, Norwood's a good possession receiver. For them. We'll see. 
we'll see how they, it goes. And then everyone's high on the Bengals. Everyone's always high on the Hard Knocks team anyway. It's yeah. so I, – I finally watched the first episode. It's so emotionally manipulative, and I love every second. <laughs> it really is. James <laughs> Harrison's now my favorite of all time. Man, I would uh, want to The, the wanna... running back, Gina, I, I mean – Giovanni God, Giovanni, my, yeah. I'm just – I'm all and in. And the tight end, you're in on Efert. I'm drafting him for sure. <laughs> right. Drafting him in fantasy for sure. So Tyler Eifert is uh, – I think it's Eifert, isn't it? Eifert. Yeah. Did I say Eifert? You said Eifert. Oh, I'm gonna Let's go. I'm off. gonna go out on the limb and I'm gonna reach and, and draft him real early. Yeah. Thanks, Hard Knocks. Yeah. Thanks for affecting my draft. And now I think the Bengals may be the team. And if you ask me right now, who's going to the Super Bowl? Bengals Giants. There's my pick. <laughs> you see the part? You are, no emotion. Bengals Giants. Do you see the part in the first episode of Hard Knocks, the first week where they're in the coach's office, and it's one of the coach's sons. I think it's John Gruden or Jay Gruden's son. It's on, the on the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. talking about his fantasy so draft. It's, it's right. John's nephew. Is, is it? Yeah, John's nephew. Yeah, yeah right. Jay's son. And uh, Andy Dalton's in the room, and, and they're talking about, oh, who'd you get? And he goes over and tells, runs down his roster. And yeah, he's like, who's your listening. quarterback? And he's like, Tom Brady. <laughs> like, right, I got Tom Brady in the fifth right round. Right to our guy Dalton, who was just on earlier. By the way, I want to be in his league if he got Brady in the fifth round. Yeah, I'd like exactly. to join uh, Gruden's nephew's league if yeah. he got Brady in the fifth round. Oh, man. What's your, who's your sleeper team? Everybody's <sighs> got one. The Kansas City. No, I'm kidding. Not the Kansas City. I'm not throwing it back to to LD. Just uh, I mean, they're not much of a sleeper because they're actually getting talked about. I think the Rams are going to be real good. That's just a ridiculous division. That's going to be the division. I know a lot of people are saying that. I think the Rams are really going to be a problem for a lot of people. They might not. You know, okay. they might just be a victim of. You know, they got to go against San Fran and Seattle twice a piece. So it may you know they may finish nine and seven, but four one and one in that division last year. Yeah. I think the Rams are really going to be a, a, a problem for everybody. Here, here, oh, man. There's always a surprise team, right? Always. Always. What if that surprise team was Bucks? the Panthers? Panthers. What if that team, I'm just throwing some names out okay, here. Okay, no, I like it. Because that would the turn bill, things completely upside down. Everybody's talking about everybody in, yeah. the, in the NFC South it's except true. for Carolina, right? What if it's the Panthers? What if it is the Bills? Correct? Why not? What about the Titans? You know, these are the teams that can throw complete wrenches into everybody's pre-season predicting. And there's thoughts. always one or two. Always. Here's what we should do with Jerry right now. Oh, boy. Okay. Here's what we should do with Jerry right now uh, as we wind things down. Well, we're at the half-hour mark right now. You just sit there? We're at 30. Yeah, okay. no, it's great. That's, I can't believe I know we're that. talking for 30 this minutes. This is awesome. Every year, and we want you in this. Did you? Did he do this last year? He did. Is this he, the pick? He did do the pick. Terrible. Do you want to do it again? Yeah, I'd or love you want to, to wait. No, no, no should, I'll do it right now. But I'd love to okay. know what I. I, I picked like Peyton. Oh, you for don't MVP? have those. And here's what you're gonna do. We're gonna write them down. I have. And em. You're gonna and you're gonna have them Kubiak. in a folder on your Outlook where you've got all 15 of your your stupid ass <laughs> invites from all their stupid ass. <laughs> Things that you have to oh, do. Come on. Okay. That you check boxes. True or false? You have a meeting later today. I have a meeting at three thirty. <laughs> I do. And he sends out these invitations. You know that you. I accept. I hit the check box, and I feel no, like my favorite. I feel my, like saying maybe. My even favorite, though I'm in. I, I, I believe think, it's tentative. I don't want to. It's also the same people with the LinkedIn. Right. With the LinkedIn. Oh, annoying. I don't want. I, 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 I want to create something called linked out. Linked out. <laughs> I'm linked out. 
And I understand Unlinked. you want to network. <laughs> I understand you want to network, but I don't want to be linked in. My favorite I don't want don't don't link me in. My favorite law move is the uh, uh, the twit pick of the alarms that he has set. Oh, 4:30, We get it. You have to wake up early. Like Jesus. So here All right, here's yeah, the uh, mandatory 30-second bashing no. of law time is up. Back to our, our normally scheduled <laughs> here's program what I, here. Here's what I want. <laughs> I want I want a, create one of the yellow folders on the left part of your Microsoft Outlook that All reads right. that reads picks. Got it, got it. All right, and every time we have a guest on, you put it in there so you just you're one point click away. I feel like I from getting remember. it. So okay. the guy running the board, doing else, getting the guests oh, in line, Brockman just boy. sitting here. Come Law, on, you want producer. me to do it? You want me no, to do it? No, I got you. <laughs> I really you got want you. me to do it? Wow, dude. I wow. think I went Kubiak, Law. Coach of the Year, Peyton, MVP. No, last year you did? Yeah. All right, so let's do this year. Okay. Because, again, for those who might be new to this program, we're going to do this too, but although right, not right now. We, we got his picks after week one last year. Cause I know. That's did. right. You're the guest. You're, you're our first guest in season last year. Right. That's yeah. right. Okay, so um, here, we, here we go. We want coach of the year. We want MVP. We want rushing champion, passing champion, and uh, Super Bowl pick. That's a lot to coach, handle. Coach, MVP. Yes. Rush. <clears throat> do we do these right now, bro? No, I think we got to give him two more weeks because injuries, pre it changes everything. So we, we, we'll either get him on the phone or if he can come back in studio or through Twitter, he can tweet us the picks. Or you can give it to, to us now. Or and, just, and, we'll, and we'll give you a mulligan if, if somebody gets hurt. I am right not now. afraid to do All right. it right now. Boy. <laughs> there we go. Boy. Now, clearly I'm Here a little emotional today with my, my Super Bowl picks that I already <laughs> pronounced. So it may be a little bit of an emotional. Go for it. Are you sticking by Bengals Giants? Let's go Super Bowl last. I, I let's, go, let's go okay. coach. Coach first. Coach first. Coach, you you oh. looked horrified by my. Are you sticking by that? Coach of the year is. confirming. Give me your MVP. Who's the MVP? My MVP, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is the MVP Peyton of the Manning. National Football League, according to Jerry Ferrar. Yes. So who is your coach of the year? Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is your coach of the year. Jim Harbaugh of the San Francisco 49ers. He of the khakis. <laughs> and the In beer, the field and of the, jeans. And the beer gut. <laughs> the, he is your coach of the year, Jay. according to Jerry Ferrar. Who is your passing champion? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. Big Game year. of Thrones fan. He's did, your passing champion, according to Jerry Did not like Ferrara. who I compared him to. Who, you did not. Well, you, you've <laughs> who did you compare him to? He, he, Bran? Braun. Braun. Oh, no. Bran is, is the Bran little is kid. Bran is the little kid. Braun is, 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 is uh, Tyrion Lannister's, Lannister's bodyguard. Bodyguard. Okay, very good. Uh, your rushing champion. The one with the most rushing yards this year is? I'm going to go out on the limb a little bit. Okay. And you guys might think I'm... Well, you know what? Actually, no, I'm not going to go that direction. Don't take oh, Darren McFadden like no, I did no, last year. I'm going to go... This is not out on the limb. Uh, I'm changing. Alfred okay. Morris. Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris. Edges out who, AP. Who are you thinking? The butler. I, I was, was going to go. I, I have a sneaky feeling that even though there's going to be a few guys getting carries over there, Stephen Ridley really Ooh. could do it. But I just don't think he's going to get. No way. I think they're going to split we it too much. We talked about it in the last show. It's too much. He's that, not going to get enough Ridley, touches. Ridley one week will be great. Right. And then the next week it'll be Vereen's. Yeah. But, role. And then the next week Brady will throw it 50 times because the other team just can't handle it. And Belichick and McDaniels always go. They always go matchups. Matchups. They're not like we're doing our thing and we don't care how we're matching up. Right. They just, they just know exactly where the weak spot is. And I, I was, use uh, yeah, he's just not. So you get go Alfred Morris. Going though. Alfred Morris. I like it. I like that a lot. I wouldn't do it, but I like <laughs> it. He was second last year. He was right? second last year. I though. think he edges out uh, AP. And okay. I do think Chris Johnson is going to have. And a good so year the too. the Super Bowl matchup. 
And by the way, you get you, there is no extra credit, but you do get an attaboy for doing this so soon in the. Pre-season. I am going with pure emotion and heart. Yes, yes. Um, and I do. My head is saying Giants, but obviously it's the heart. And I'm I'm going with a manipulated hard knocks point of view. Giants, Bengals, Giants, yes. Bengals. Oh. Is Way to stick to it. Way so to stick to you it. You have your. Your New York Football Giants playing, playing, playing. No, no, no. At home, playing at home. Yes, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Like the storyline. I love it. A question I wanted to ask you, and I want your opinion too, because we really haven't talked much about it. But your thought on a cold weather New York Super Bowl, or what if there was one in New England? Do you have a problem with an outdoor winter city Super Bowl? Hold on a minute. Don't answer. Okay. No chance. This guy has a problem (laughs) with an outdoor Super Bowl. You're influencing. I don't mean to influence the jury. What do you have? You're absolutely right. Here, yeah. If I'm going to make Come a little on. kind of amendment to it, though, I have no problem with it, but I do not think there should ever be, how about this, no back-to-back years. You can never go New York, New England. Well, they won't do that. Got I it. know, they, but that's, I don't want back-to-back. I'm going to love New York, but I also love That'll never happen. driving down to San Diego and just hanging totally. out. We're going it's to no, Arizona. It's, it's no surprise that Arizona has it in right. the next year. No There's back-to-back. No question, if you're a warm-weather site and you want the Super Bowl, root for the year before your bid is in, they give it to a cold weather site. Because I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. I agree. And I'm not just saying that because oh, I'm an NFL guy, blah, 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 blah. You know, well, you're a New Yorker. Once again, I got. I don't want to even mention it, but I mean, it just drives me nuts when people think that I'm just an NFL guy and I'm going to parrot whatever they think the league office you gotta wants mention me to parrot. It. you got to mention no, that. No, I'm not. I'm, not, right. I'm not. So bottom line is, though, I'm a native New Yorker, right? Yes, you are. I'm Staten freaking Island over Staten here. Staten strong. I'm the rock. Strong. Shaolin. The rock. I'm the rock. He grew up with the woo. That's I right. I did. <laughs> the Staten Island streetwise <laughs> troubadours. The Wu-Tang Clan. As they were described by Artie once in the Larry Sanders show. That was one of my favorite lines in the Larry Sanders show. Such a good show. When he asked Artie, who's on? When Larry asked him, who's the guest today? He goes, it's Staten Island's streetwise troubadours, the Wu-Tang Clan. So I am all about the rock. I think it's going to be great. It can be low 50s. It could be. Even if it is mid-30s. Even if it's mid-30s, it's going to be great. What if there's an ice storm that will and there's suck. nobody that in the stands? That will suck. That will suck. That is a risk. That is a risk. I understand. And if there's a nor'easter that prevents people from coming in, we've already discussed this. There could yeah, be have. a Super Monday. There could actually right. be a Super Monday this year. All that said, I think it's going to be awesome. And some of the best games that we've ever seen, nobody during the ice bowl or that the sub the sub freezing temperatures of the tuck uh, rule game of of, of uh, not just of, of the Giants NFC Championship yeah. game, oh, the Bengals and the Chargers from back in the day, also uh, just another cold weather game, obviously being the ice bowl. Throw another one out there with. Um, the the Patriots when they had to clear the snow off they had to clear the, the snow up the the, the, the the tuck rule game yeah. as you said all of this stuff nobody said you know what I wish it was just eighty degrees outside it's just for the Super Bowl everybody thinks the intangible that's fine for the rest of our NFL viewing should be removed but in the playoffs you're, you're, you you have home field advantage so part of your home field advantage is the weather in the super so bowl when it you, comes to the you ma- want the optimum conditions so you can get the best possible game that is the way we used to think about it <laughs> well well for you said earlier 40 degrees 30 you. degrees that ice bowl in 67 
negative 15 degrees with what, the wind chill negative 40. What was it a kickoff uh, this past year with Peyton Manning uh, and Denver against the Baltimore Ravens? Oh, yeah. Zero degrees. I'll bet you one Very thing. Cold. Every player on that Super Bowl field, regardless, if it's if it's 10 degrees and freezing, they're not going to be cold. They're, they're ready. They will not be cold. They will still be sweating. Smoke. Imagine. Does that answer your question? That I, answers, uh, I have the same sentiment. I love the idea. I, I don't know who these people it. are that don't like if, it because you uh, hear the, well, Brockman's one. All right, Chris. Then you come. Wow. Don't, don't worry. Soft. Don't worry. Then, then, yeah. don't, then don't go. Then don't go. <laughs> well, don't watch go. on your HD hey, television. You're on game day morning this year. I'll be there probably. Yes, you will. So I'm ready. I, look, I have plenty of cold weather, cold weather gear. Don't forget where I grew up. I know. Where'd you grow up? You grew up in Maine. Maine. That's right. So Just like Poland Springs. <laughs> Coming to you straight New from York's Maine. equipped for it, too. If there's some kind of crazy snow, people will still be. The, nor- the Nor'easter would be an unmitigated disaster. Oh, there's yeah. no other wow. two ways about it. And, uh, and, and, and Super Monday would be pretty sweet, the though. Crafts, Snyder, um, the Roonies, Jeffrey Lurie. Bears. Um, sure, the McCaskey family, um, uh, Steve Bashotti. They're all sitting here going, let's see how this one plays out. Because if it plays out well, guess who wants to have a Super Bowl in their town? Is it one of the best storylines ever, though, if the Giants do make it and it's the first kind of home team? Well, there's an, that... you know, there's another team that, that does play there, Jerry. Who's that? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> who are we talking about? Wait. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, 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 right, right, yes, right. The, the co-tenants. Well, according Tenant to... B. The co-tidies. Tenant B, the co-tidies. <laughs> Let me just say, can't wait. <laughs> You're not fully bad unless you're a code tiny bad. Oh boy! Amazing. Uh, what else are we? What else are we talking about here? We got um, um, anything else? Entourage movie. Where are we? Where are we? We're, we're still grinding away toward. It. I Who's mean, it's grinding. Ridic- it's just ridiculous. It's Piven, how right? it's Piven, right? No, it's not even it's a not question Piven. of like one person. No, it's just because getting... I know. I mean, Piven's out there on Masterpiece Theater now. I mean, you know. I mean, yeah, he doesn't even live in America anymore. I know. I mean, that's a good show, by the way. He's very good in it too. I haven't seen it. It's I actually. Well, here's the thing. Here's why oh, he's I've great. seen. He's a great here's actor. why I've seen it, and it's not like I'm. I'm because I have Masterpiece Theater um, season passed because of Downton Abbey. I'm a okay. Downton Abbey guy. Gotcha. So that it's still, so anything that Masterpiece Theater shows shows up on my TiVo. So you get it by default, right? And I'm like, okay. oh, I'll give this a whirl. And he's he was he was good. I haven't I I you know I didn't watch past episode two, <laughs> you know, but I, I I would if I had you know the time. It's uh it's shaping but, up good though. The script is finally dug finished and it's in a in really really good shape we so did. it exists oh no no it's it's it's, it's ready in to Doug's, be yeah like, we're what, hoping top right drawer where, no where no is no it? we're hoping to go toward the end of the year and it's just getting everybody back in the same place and just oh, making sure that we're able to do it in the same way we we're able to do the television show and um it's a it's it's harder to do as a movie just think about there's so many you know things that are kind of working against you as a movie but um it's really come to shape now honestly the last month i'd say it's been as realistic and close to happening as possible and uh, we're hoping by literally before we have to in a way before the end of the year get this shooting so you could be by december if 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 sooner, all stars align, really. If the, if the stars align, it's, it would be sooner than. December. But everyone wants to do it. Oh, right? that's the thing. It's, yeah, everybody wants to do. It. It's not a question of that. So many other things kind of have gotten not in the way, but just deterred. Well, but you a all have bit. you all have your your careers. You got your lives. You got your careers, and then and then there's probably money, right? And that uh, yeah, that comes <laughs> into okay. play. Sure, sure. yeah. yeah. That, you want to get paid? You want to get paid? What you want to get paid? That that comes into. Uh, See, I'm trying play. to read between the lines here. <laughs> I'm trying to read in between the lines here about this whole thing. 
But you're right, though. Doing it the way that you did the television show is important because to me, uh, as much as I love Arrested Development and everybody who's in that show and how incredibly talented they are. So and talented. friend of the program, uh, Jason, Jason Bateman, got nominated yes. for, for his role, one of the many Netflix nominations for the Emmy Awards this year. Um, they couldn't get everybody together to do it like the TV show. So they had to shoot episodes around one specific character because yeah. that's when that person, that actor or actress was free from their many obligations and it just didn't have the same feel because of that. And yeah, you know, if you if you have watched Entourage over the years, you like, you know, it's a location show. We're never on a sound stage faking. Wherever we're shooting, we're really at Laker Games. We're really at the Sundance Film Festival. So there is some of those things in, in the script that, you know, escalate budgets and just make it a little difficult. But that's part of the show. It's another character. So we cannot by any means go into a movie and not, you know, be Having any of those parts not in the movie so, has to be. So can we get Ellen to write in uh, that Ari is trying to get somebody on the Rich Eisen podcast, right? You know, and I always wanted that to do that because Adrian, bless his heart, doesn't know much about sports. Uh, and you could kind of read between the lines when you watch the show, his character, Vince, you could almost just look at him and say, yeah, not a sports guy. <laughs> I always had the idea of like Vince is promoting a move and we have to like give him an ear wing and kind of feed him. Feed him yeah, lunch? <laughs> yeah, because we did it, I think, one year we presented uh, at like the ESPYs or something. Adrian's on the red carpet and they asked him, Adrian, who's your favorite baseball player? Uh, he couldn't even name a baseball Hideki player? Hideki Matsumi? <laughs> oh boy! He yeah, named, he named a roll at Katsuya. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> he named so, something uh, off the menu. Oh my! But that gosh. is a good. That is an interesting. I, I I like where your head's at. Uh, well, you know, we're we're, we're had, always yeah, trying to weasel Jerry our way on the, stuff. on one of those last seasons, right? When Ari was going to become an owner, and yeah, Jerry, Jerry oh, Collins yeah. came and did a scene. That was well, so you got, great. You had Bettis. You had a, oh, yeah, you guys had a ton of guys. That's right. Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, Peterson. Well, Adrian Peterson literally broke everyone's hand. I'm sure you guys know. Yeah. You've and when we you have sh- grips who yes. lift sandbags all day and and have meat hooks for hands, and they were walking around rubbing their hands like, is this guy doing this on purpose? Yeah. And he has no idea what he's doing. He takes your blood pressure when he shakes your hand. You feel, you feel, you feel the pulse. It's an Oklahoma your, thing, right? Demarco elbow. Murray yeah. has a great yeah. handshake. That's true. Demarco Murray crushed my hand. He's the same. Oh, is that right? I don't like it. Hey, question. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I was down in San Diego. Some of my my brethren down there I lived there before. They say there's a new fat sal's down on Garnett. Yes, there is one down just on Garnett. Just the fa- past few months? or uh, That's been going for about three months, and we just opened up one in uh, Hollywood on Fountain and uh, Highland, which is nice. oh, nice. opened up on fire. And the the flagship one is uh, in Westwood, Westwood, right across from UCLA, yeah. Outstanding. we got to get go, over there. What, is it fatsals.com? So yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, this is fun, man. So wh- how do we follow up on, on the – what now that we've – Talked ourselves on out. the Oscar movies. Yes, on on our on our on our new plan here. Okay, so we need a hashtag to take nominees, or do we want to throw out nominees right now and then let here's our, what the we Twitter-verse... do. Here's what we do. Here's what we do. Every couple of days from the at the Eisen podcast Twitter handle, we'll send out. Give us your nominees. How many? Four? A category? You know, I mean, you can usually go a little it's deeper. It's five. five. I guess. We can go five. Do we want to do what the, the Academy fans? does and do the ten best pictures? That's, that's a lot. No way. That's heavy. No. Well, I mean, but there's... Five. Okay, here's what, here's what I'd like to do in just the few moments <clears throat> that we have remaining here. Sure. Let's just say that, just to get the juices flowing, where yep. everybody is going to now go to their Twitter page and hopefully participate in this. Yep. 
Um, the hashtag will be what, what are we calling these again? This the, um, we the said sports. rep rep flex. All right, we'll do it's that. Short, Fine. It's, it's rep flex f l i x. Let's do that. It's F-L-I-X. even shorter. F l i x r e p capital r e p and then f l i x is your hashtag. And um, now let's just throw out some nominees real quick. Uh, for, best for best picture. Best sports picture. Best sports is picture. The Hoosiers. You gotta have Rudy in there. Rich, uh, dude, Rich. Dude, it's a preemptory. This is bigger there than is you. There is no such thing. This is bigger than you, Rich. With my initials on <laughs> anything. Uh, to white, do white men can't that, jump. Hold on a minute. That <laughs> f- movie. Woo! <laughs> Bleep it out. Oh, God, All right, was fine, all... fine. Wow. Fine. I've got a problem with it. But I think we could go 10 for pictures. I'm a Michigan there's man. There's a lot of sports movies. I'm a Michigan Ro- man. Rocky. I think what we do here is I, seriously, we're going to miss Rudy out. hoping he just pops a quad <laughs> or tears a hamstring. Something happens at the end where, where really, absolutely, that, that there's, you know, a Liz Frank. Liz Frank. Liz oh, Frank. Man, How about that's... we do this? We have nine ca- or 10 categories now. Okay, let's, so let's, it goes, fine. Rudy's fine. If you really want to look me in the face and say, know how I feel about so it. Funny. So that's fine. That's your nominee. What, who's your nominee? Uh, for, for best, best sports movie? Best Ro- sports movie. Uh, Rocky. Rocky. What do you got? Brian's song. Brian's song's very good. That's four. So we'll take some more on uh, online, and if we get enough for ten... I think we, what we'll do we, what if we do out. a category a week, and then by mid-season by we mid-season. have... Okay. Yeah, we that's what we'll do. We'll tweet out, together. hey, send us your Best Picture nominees for... So this week it's Best Picture. This week's exactly. Best Picture. And each week when we do one, I'll email you which one we're doing, and then you give your thought. I would love... When you're not I here, would, you'll I, still be participating. You'll, I'm telling you, live you this on. is a lot. You got this, this, you'll get a lot of run out of this. This will be fun. Excellent. It's your idea. I love it. It's our idea. So this is our idea. It's our Attaboy. idea. Attaboy. We just pounded it out off screen here. So this week is Best Best picture. picture. This week best we can go. We can go. Best picture. picture. We'll come strong with best picture. Best picture. Right out of the I game. can't believe. And maybe, maybe defend your pick. I didn't say Rudy was mine. Of them, I, you just said I name asked you for a nominee. And of all the sports <sighs> movies outside of Hoosiers, you look me in the eye, knowing how I feel about look, this movie, and when, put it out there. When that music when plays, you know the score. It's to Rudy. as dude. It's as fiction. As the Pixar movie he plays, was I just saw with my two-year-old. <laughs> he was offside, so I'll give you that. Fiction. It's the story. So I can't go as Rudy for Halloween? That was going to be my go-to. <laughs> I'll just get a jacket and a Bible. I thought it would have been could. fine. You could. I'll just egg you. I'm working on Sean uh, Astin for guest two. I'll TP you. <laughs> he's, been on, he's been on NFL Network I love before, Sean. and he's I told him how much. Uh, he's a really good guy. Really good guy. You know, listen. Uh. I'm a Michigan man. I can't like that movie. You said you heard a couple episodes. Did you hear the Cooley debauchery with guests? Yes, two? that's all. I that, I've heard them all. That's oh. a- <laughs> I love it. You're 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 a listener. I I am a listener. You're you're, you're a long time listener and a many time caller. And I, I love get to it. Be an occasional participant. So Las Vegas comes out November first. Yeah, literally for yeah. Keep that in your minds. I think like a man too is in the can. Just in the it, can. We just wrapped up in uh, Vegas, and that'll be you know first out uh, in the summer next year. Dude, you shoot everything in Vegas. I, apparently, Incredible. I'm going to get a condo over there or something. Wow, I love it. It's Fantastic. Um, that's great. And uh, what what else? And and hopefully cameras are up on Entourage the movie. Hopefully cameras are up on Entourage it's the movie. Fall. I just got to that's shoot a movie in New York, a little bit back in my hometown of Brooklyn. So uh, look, life is life is good, man. And good luck to your Giants and to your picks. And for this idea, we thank you for the movies. Can't wait. That's Jerry Ferrara here on the Rich Eisen podcast. Love that guy.
He's so awesome. He's so nice to come in and give all that time and say what he says oh. about this show. He, he literally pulled out his iPhone for Brockman right. and I, and he's like, here's where I'm at in this episode. I'm just this this far through. Yeah, because awesome. I asked him if he'd listened to Bobby yet, and he's like, I'm almost there. I'm finishing Dean Blandino right now. He was literally driving yeah, listening to it as he was we, driving in. we got to get the Fat Sal's, dude. I mean, we've been talking about this I've forever. I've been there a bunch of times. It's what's great. What's the big... Uh, the big, uh, I the, guess the big um, the, Everest to climb on the menu. What it's is like that? A big fat fatty or something. It's like fifty bucks, and if you eat it in thirty minutes, you get to you get your name on a you wall. Get right? na- you get the name, your name on a wall, and you get to name and build a, your own sandwich for like a month. Or oh, something. nice, awesome, good for him. Man. But only like two what a people good guy. have done it. Such a good guy, and he's how, the best. Uh, the so best. I, I, if reading between the lines, it's it's uh, a money thing on Entourage. For an entourage movie, right? yeah, sounds like it. Like it, they should get yeah. paid. I mean, they uh, should get they paid. They definitely should. I mean, th- that that's gonna do. Who do you think is holding it up? That well, I, that's why I threw out I, Piven. I know, I know. Like it's got to be Piven, <laughs> right? It's Piven, and because it, you know everybody thinks they are who they are in real life. Yeah. And so if he that's really him as the as Ari like wanting to strike the deal, but he's all like I said, he's doing masterpiece theater now. I think right. he's so like he's moved far, on from Ari. Right. I think he's as far from Ari in real life. <laughs> who who as... has moved on from their character more? Yeah, uh, yeah. He That's... has moved on from his character more than anyone else, and Jerry. Yeah. Has moved on from totally. his character more right. than anybody else really. I mean, Jerry's working a ton, and other than that, I mean, I think uh, Kevin Connolly. Kevin Connolly, we hear him on the, on the his, Best Buy commercials. His Best yeah. Buy commercials, but he and, wanted to get out of acting. Like he was done with acting. Well, he did a thirty for thirty, I think, on his on the New York Islanders, right? That's yeah. right. He directed he one of that. those, yeah. so he's doing his yeah, thing, he obviously. Did, yeah, directing. But uh, I'm, I'm sure Johnny Drama is just waiting for the phone to ring that this movie's a go, right? Well, we try to get them all together. Yeah. Uh, Dylan's great. He's shooting Viking. But he sits. I think. I think Dylan sits out in Malibu and doesn't have a phone or something. Or oh wow, seriously. (sighs) I don't know. I I don't know if I'm telling tales out of school here. I think Adrian's the one that's a little more non-sports. He's. Why you heard that? He didn't know. He couldn't even name a baseball player on the on the red carpet of the ESPYS. Yeah, those guys. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping they do the movie and it it gets made because I I was the cameos in that would be silly off the the charts. Yeah, for sure. Well, he said the script is done. It's tight. They're just waiting to get greenlit. Doug Allen's a huge Giant fan. We should get him in here. Get Doug on? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Let's find out from Let's him on what's, that. what's what. How about uh, Jerry taking his Giants to the Super Bowl? He's stuck by that pick. Yeah, yep. and he the Hard Knocks it. Kool-Aid got him. <laughs> <laughs> he's hard he's all in Kool-Aid. on the Bengals. I know. He's drinking the Bengal juice. Yeah. What else do we got? Uh, let's promote a couple things and then get out the door here. Yeah, just a reminder about the discount for international and Rich national 10. listeners. Rich 10. Yep. Domestic domestic gets uh, 10% off of what? Off of uh, domestic gets off of game audio yep. or preseason live. Yep. Um, which you still have three more weeks to enjoy. We just we went through all the games sure. this week. And then uh, the international is game pass. Uh, which oh, is that's the daddy right there. You can't beat it. It's we gave that away to a few listeners. Is that the international shout out of the week? No, I actually I you have got one. one. Okay, I we got to get it. Throw out individuals. International there. shout out of the week to Jason Strachan at at FLASS knows. He says shout outs from Jamaica. Big fan of the podcast. I Listen every episode. Hey, man, nice, awesome. And then one other thing: the big fantasy draft week next week. Uh, it's in New York City. Times. So Square. you're out. You're out. I'm out. I'm on a flight Sunday to Sunday. Uh, in New York City, this is my this is the big one for me. Um, but it's a great event. I would think the podcast is the big one. Well, I mean the big production that. Well, well it's just a little show. Is that where we are? Just a little show. Come on. <laughs> 
getting, By the way, it's getting too big for I us love the 30 now. seconds that Ferrara even got in on, 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 on the <laughs> law hammering. You've already filled the quota of law hammering. <laughs> but anyway, it's Thursday to Saturday, Times Square, the Liberty Theater. Uh, if you're a fan, you want tickets, go to NFL.com slash Fantasy Draft Week. Excellent. There's awesome players in attendance. Our guys, Michael and Marshall uh, Falk, will be there. LeVar Arrington, Fred Taylor, uh, Javon Curse. The list goes on and on. We're looking for six more recognizable players. Cooley might be there, actually. Hey, okay. So uh, good interaction with fans and with the players and learn some fantasy advice, too, from our, all of our experts. That coming are down. I got fantasy my, I got my draft next weekend, my big draft. Are we Are we going to do uh, – we got to do something. We have to. We could set up a our league, Our own right? league? Like we did for the playoff Yeah, thing, but right? I, obviously there's the three of us. What we should well, do else? is we'll a podcast for, league. Let's get Damashek and all those. For Hold on a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, we're talking about a fantasy league. That's what I'm saying. Why would I play against the fantasy life guys who do this for a living? No, Why would play I play against yeah, we the wanna, podcasts. We want to win. Have, have all oh, the NFL podcasts. Please. Come on, man. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about, like, let's get. Okay. Let's Josh get, Charles. Let's get Bobby, Josh, Jerry. Let's see what we can Gar- do. Here. Garland would do this one. Yes. Maybe so. It's not a terrible idea. Let's, let's set something up. I don't know. Up. We'll see and how we'll it we'll make goes. it a public league so people can see it. boy. Now you're thinking. Let's workshop. It hurts. I, I, don't, I try not to do it too often. <laughs> it does hurt when I, when I do that. That would be a third league for me. That would be a sixth for me. Dude. Yeah, it's horrible. I know. East Coast, college leagues, high school buddies. Six, though. Is that, how do you even keep track of that? I, two can't. of them I give up on. You how many up, do you, you have? End? Normally, I do five. Five? What do you think the average is? I probably One to two, I would say. No way. I think it's way higher. How can you say no, though, when someone says, hey, want to do my fantasy league? Yeah, I love fantasy. So I can't keep track of what we've, we, we, we're, we've talked about on this show. <laughs> we we, we've given so 10% much. away for, for everybody, right? right? We want people to tweet the, their, their best sports picture nominees to hashtag R-E-P-Flix, F-L-I-X. Correct. Include any of us on it. Any of us at, at the, Eisen the Eisen Podcast. podcast yes. Right. Okay. So we want to do that. Um. And what else are we missing here? They should. They should seek you out in New York if they're in New sure, York. Sure. If you're in New York, stop okay. by. We'll get you um, I, I want them to buy a T-shirt. Puntersofpeople2.com. We're female sizes and more colors. They should go to chrisbrockman.com. That's right. To get all their latest blog thoughts, and um, from from a man who's in demand uh, in this New Zealand podcast world. <laughs> I also yes. got another request hey! for, for a UK podcast you're that I need to respond to. Fire and fuego. International people. Okay. I love uh, you. Uh, and then who knows what our shows are going to be next week with you in New York. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a busy time all around. I know you're, you're jammed. People here are jammed, gearing up for the season. So hopefully we'll have a podcast next week. No, we'll have one. We'll have one. Unless I have a third kid. Yes. That, that's, that's the wild card. No, that, that, as the kids and OBs say, could drop at any moment. At could any we moment. Could we do a podcast from the hospital room? I don't think that's going to be uh, feasible. <laughs> I don't think we could do that. stay on Susan's good side. Brockman. <laughs> yeah, I don't think um, I don't think that's tread it. lightly, <laughs> right? Tread to lightly. bring it all back. Atta boy. For at the Eisen podcast, I want to thank at Mike Silver for calling in last minute. Uh, at Andy Dalton fourteen. Uh, at Jerry C Ferrara. Follow him and uh, on Twitter there. Uh, at Chris Law via Condios to New York City, sir. Gracias. At Chris Brockman, I will see you in Edit Bay eight. And As we wrap up the soon. Eisen kickoff special. Can't wait for that. Put that baby in the can for September 3rd's airing. Uh, I am uh, at Rich Eisen signing off. And for all of us here at the Medill School of Journalism, 
Thanks for joining us. I'm Richard Eisen. Stay listening, dear friends.